Dreamville, where no one sleeps deeply. The pillows are bad and the sheets are made cheaply. But there is one family in the Sleepyville town that uses my pillow for the best sleep around. My pillows are adjustable for proper alignment, and the Giza sheets breathe so they feel no confinement. So order my pillow for great sleep refinement. Why are they so chipper? Their co-workers wondered. So much energy and zest, like they've had the best slumber. And when they peeked in the window, the secret was clear. My pillow sheets, pillows, and mattress toppers appeared. My pillow is breathable and lasts more than 10 years. It's washable and dryable and was manufactured right here. Giza cotton is what makes the softest of sheets, and the mattress topper helps support pressure points for deep, dreamy sleep. So click the link below to stop counting sheep. We want my pillow! The citizens of Sleepyville cried, but they didn't realize the family had a surprise inside. They were all given a my pillow to keep. We spent a third of our life snoozing, so let's make it quality sleep. I got towels too. And mine are blue. So welcome to my pillowville where everyone sleeps on the pillows that align and the softest of sheets. With the support of the mattress topper, the people snooze deep and wake up well rested and their deadlines they keep. So if your bed feels like rocks and your sheets feel like Brillo, you need better sleep, which means you need my pillow. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead, click the button. I'm tired of rhyming, so please click it and save me. Please, I can't rhyme anymore. Just click that link. Stop watching this and click the link to get the best sleep of your life. I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. What's the difference between me and you? Me and you. What's the difference between me and you? Me and you. Back when Q was rolling with Lorenzo and a Benzo, I was banging with a gang of instrumentals. Got the pens and pencils, got down to business. But sometimes the business end of this shit can turn your friends against you. But you was a real nigga, I could sense it in you. I still remember the window of the car that you went through. That's fucked up, but I'll never forget the shit we've been through. And I'ma do whatever it takes to convince you. Cause you my nigga, die, and easy, I'm still with you. Fuck the beef, nigga, I miss you. And that's just being real with you. You see, the truth is, everybody wanna know how close me and Snoop is, and who I'm still cool with. Then I got these fake-ass niggas I first flew with, claiming they non-violent, talking like this. Spit venom in interviews, speaking on reunions, move units, then talk shit, and we can do this. Until then, I ain't even speaking your name. Just keep my name out of your mouth, and we can keep it the same, nigga. It ain't that I'm too big to listen to the rumors, it's just that I'm too damn big to pay attention to them. That's the difference. What's the difference between me and you? You talk a good 
one, but you don't do what you're supposed to do. I act on what I feel and never stand with emotions. I'm used to living big dog stand with straight coaches. What's the difference between me and you? You talk a good one, but you don't do what you're supposed to do. I act on what I feel and never stand with emotions. I'm used to living big dog stand with straight coaches. Yo, I stay with it while you try to perpetrate play with it. Never knew about the next level until Trey did it. I stay committed while you motherfuckers babysit it. I smash your critics like an overhand right from Riddick. Come and get it. Shitted on villains by the millions. I be catching bitches while bitches be catching feelings. So what the fuck am I supposed to do? I pop bottles and hot hollow points at each and all of you. Come on. A heartless bastard. I am plastic. My style is like the reaction from too much acid. Never come down. Batch it around. You can't handle it. Hang Hollywood niggas by they soul trade laminates. What's the difference between me and you? What? About five bank accounts, three ounces, and two vehicles. Until my death, I'm Bangladesh. I suggest you hold your breath till ain't nothing left. Yo, that's the difference. What's the difference between me and you? You talk a good one, but you don't do what you're supposed to do. I act on what I feel and never deal with emotions. I'm used to living big dogs down with straight coaches. What's the difference between me and you? You talk a good one, but you don't do what you're supposed to do. I act on what I feel and never deal with emotions. I'm used to living big I got something to say, Dre, I wanna tell you this shit right now, but this fucking weed is in me. I don't know if I ever told you this, but I love you, dog. I got your motherfucking back, right. just know this shit. Slim, I don't know if you noticed it, but I've had your back from day one, nigga, let's blow this bitch. I mean it, dog. you ever need somebody off, whose throat is it? Well, if you ever kill that Kim, bitch, I'll show you where the ocean is. Well, that's cool, and I appreciate the offer, but if I do decide to really murder my daughter's mama, I'ma sit her up in the front seat and put sunglasses on her, and cruise around with her for seven hours to California. Welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better, beloved, better butter half. Dylan, hello, <clears throat> Patriot. So a lot of people asked a lot of questions about the last episode <clears throat> when we were still alive um, about why I played, why I'm playing Dr. Dre yeah. prior to the beginning. Because, you know, I went on a rap kick for a while, and you pretty much shot me down hardcore, and now all of a sudden you're like, oh, let's play a bunch of rap. So why? Well, no, because... I want to show the rest of the country what it's like to be truly uncensored. I might not like that music. Yeah. Or I might like that music. Yeah. Either way, whether I like the music and agree with the lyrics or not, I'm going to let them sing what they're going to sing. Just like they should have been allowed to sing what they were going to sing at the Super Bowl on Sunday. And it was really funny to watch themselves edit themselves because they stopped themselves every time before they said any one of the words. Well, I mean, it is televised on national tv and there's words you can't say on tv and there are children, as george carlin showed there us, are children watching you can get arrested for it too there were children watching so i mean i i could understand why they would 
just like you said, you wouldn't go into church and drop a bunch of F-bombs. Would you go on TV when you know there are children watching on a live whoa, national whoa, whoa. audience and drop a bunch of F-bombs? Time out, time out, time out. Let's make sure that we have all of this correct before you go saying that. I completely agree with you. I wouldn't go to church, but I also have respect for the church. So therefore, wherever it is, whatever it is, it could be a mosque, could be, uh, I don't know where the whole Jews pray. Temple. Temple. I could. It could be temple. The fact that they believe in a higher power. No, I'm not going to go in there and just start dropping F-bombs. However. So you don't have respect for the children that could be watching? They are performing a show. Mm-hmm. Okay. People paid a lot of money to be there. Yeah. Okay. If I pay a lot of money to be somewhere, let me tell you something. You knew, we knew two months ago who was going to be performing at the halftime show. Yeah. You mean to tell me that you'd sit there and let your kids watch the halftime show knowing that Dr. Dre, Eminem, Exhibit, and Snoop Dogg were about to take the stage with Mary J. Blige? Well, I mean, they've all put out censored, non-explicit versions of their songs. You do know how they do that, right? You do know how they do that, right? Mm-hmm. You think they actually go through the song and not swear? No. No. They have a little table. Guy goes yeah, in, yeah, yeah. They drops cut it out. out. No, I gotcha. All right? Yeah, I so gotcha. They still, they're like me. They fucking walk around. They drop F-bombs. They don't give a flying fuck. Hence the reason I like that whole part. I, I, I thought that this song was, or this was the way to do it. You know, what's the difference between me and you? I mean, I like the About song. About five, five bank accounts. Yeah. You know? Wow. Two houses and three vehicles. Yeah. That's a difference. Hey, Tara. What up, T-Girl? She said, isn't there like a 10-second delay now, or am I making that up in my head since nipple gate? Yes. Why is everything a gate? Because that's the way it works. It's just stupid. Well, there was nipple gate. There's water gate. I mean, it started with Watergate, but that was the actual name of the hotel. Okay, so. so not everything after that should be a gate. Yes, I'm, it is. I'm sorry. It's always when it cons- comes to a conspiracy. However, but did you see the images of Snoop Dogg Smoking weed, right smoking a fucking show. big old fatty right before I the show. I thought he was going to smoke actually on stage. The so, ESPN, I mean, at least he was trying to be discreet. The ESPN guy got him, and he's like sitting there, and you could see him, and he's like maneuvering the camera into place, and he's like zooming it in, and while he zooms it in, you could see him. He's like, yeah, and totally. Then, and then he's like, yeah, he. You can see him trying to get the last little bit out yeah, of that bad boy exactly in an enclosed stadium. Where no one was wearing a mask, even though yeah. it's required. I'm just, I'm just pointing I'm out just, the hypocrisy. You know what? Actually, everything that there took were place. two people that were wearing a mask in that entire stadium. You know who that was? Actually, there was 14 kids that were wearing masks. Okay, okay. Part of the chorus. I should say there were two celebrities. Oh, who were they? Prince Harry and Princess Eugene, his cousin. Meghan Markle didn't show, but there's a big conspiracy that it wasn't really Harry or Eugene because he had a lot more hair at the Super Bowl than he had a week ago. Well, I mean, his name is Harry. I mean, the worst is the worst, the worst the queen could do was have his middle name like Dick. <laughs> I mean, there is there's a whole conspiracy around Harry that it's not even really Harry and that yeah, yeah, you know, like his father is not his father and all, all that. But I'm just saying this, this one, people are saying that that wasn't Harry at the Super Bowl. That was some kind of body double showing up there because he did not have that much hair last week and you don't grow that shit overnight. You should know you've been trying for years. I know. I know. So I know. I know. 
Yeah. I know. Harry and Megan. Yeah, we got you, Tara. What's yeah, this? you didn't what's you didn't know he took his cousin. Yeah, Megan, Megan yeah. is nowhere to be found. That's so. that's pretty gross, actually. She must have been home with the kids. Yeah, you know. Sorry about that. Anyway. So, yes. So that's why I'm playing the all the rap song. Cause I wanted hey, this is what it's like to be uncensored. I want Dr. Dre to know after you went out and you called an Eminem who went out and called Donald Trump a bitch after the the thing and took a knee. Yeah. Uh just to show that he's I guess he's a, a bitch. A, a, bitch himself yeah i mean (laughs) if you want to kowtow to the to the new world order go for it i'm down for it i mean that's what it was and if you i was looking um i still haven't seen anybody give a real good um view of the super bowl and the demonic uh symbolism in the super bowl there was a couple things we saw it started with the red hand very subtle very 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 subtle subtle. and then the the white above and the black below and it went to red and then the uh Um, and then dr dre at boards like he was in control like he was the the puppet master you know what someone else pointed out um I, i saw this on the internet today the uh the cubes that they were in looked very much like the FEMA FEMA camp. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. I saw that as well. So if you didn't see it, uh, go watch a halftime show. But if you got anybody, anybody knows anything about all that demonic stuff and can kind of lay out, this is probably be Josh. We probably need to tap him for that. This is, this is where the demonic shit was. Cause I haven't seen anybody do anything like that, but that's craziness though. Um, And it was, it was there supposedly. I, I didn't see a lot, but it wasn't very in your face like it was the in last super time. Years. Yeah, super. Yeah, super Bowl I mean the last shows. like five years have been right there in your I face, mean, and it is supposedly the like, and it is supposedly the date that all of the big um, trafficking's going on, sex trafficking. Yeah, well they do that on purpose. I mean that there's a lot of sex trafficking around the Super Bowl because there's so many people going in and out of the city. It's easier yeah. to hide kids, and now with all the kids having to wear masks, it's even easier it's to a, hide oh, kids. Jesus, yeah. So yeah, you can't get facial recognition on shit. Exactly. So uh, anyway, all right. Um, well, real quick, uh, Wolfpack, welcome. I know you guys are out there. So or they'll be just giving you later. a what up. And uh, so what else do we? We got a lot to talk about today. Yeah, we really do. So um, so we got to get going. The truckers are really going. The truckers are going strong. And Trudeau, Cast Trudeau, Trudeau, um, is uh, he's he's pretty much whipped out. Um, well, he whipped out the big dogs, sort of. So he last time, remember they said they were having this meeting or whatnot. Yeah, so, we we said that it was happening the other night. Yeah, um, yeah. There was an emergency meeting being called by Parliament. Correct. It came out that we found out that he enacted uh, special emergency powers acts yes. in Canada, which has with, not. You know who the last person to enact that was? Yeah, hold on. The, understand what the special powers means for underneath their. Um, Magna Carta underneath the Magna Carta basically says that uh, most of the law enforcement and military services all fall under direct authority of the prime minister and um, they can enact special um, privileges. One of which we saw, which is probably the bigger one is the money angle of this. And they can go after people's bank accounts because they can all they're trying, they're following. Unfortunately, they're following the left's footprint here in the U S they are following exactly what the book says to do here in the U S except in Canada, the prime minister has a whole lot more authorities underneath those powers and he doesn't need parliament to um, say yes you can enact this. He can do it on his own, which he obviously went and did. Um, but it also, if you heard his, uh, uh, the 
second in command there. The yeah, I've I've got she, she I got that clip. She went out and said, "Well, we can go after your bank yep. accounts because this is considered a terrorist organization." I've, I've got that clip. Blah too, blah so blah. We'll get to that. And this all led to the uh, strike against uh, Gives and Go. Gives and Go. And um, what's the other one? Um, what the GoFundMe? No, GoFundMe. They GoFundMe. They, GoFundMe. GoFundMe yeah, up. GoFundMe went went hard left on well, that. They're they're huge liberals. Yeah, anyway. exactly. But. Uh, but anyway, that was like kind of the the big deal. That was what the bulk of it was. But the well, big everyone, bulk of everyone it, has come out and said, I mean, it, other premiers of other um, provinces in Canada. How many freaking provinces are in Canada too? Because six total. They keep like I, I keep hearing new names, and I'm like, how many freaking Ottawa, Saskatchewan, um, Ontario, um, New, well, Newfoundland. Um, uh, basically, all the rest of them have come out and been like, okay, this is ridiculous. Um, they've released their vaccine yeah, mandate. Everybody else, They're the like, only no, one. No, no, it's just Trudeau. Trudeau is that's, on his own. That's, that's it. Like, I mean, he is he is out there, his yep. ass in the wind, pulling hardcore, like, tyranny. Yep. I he mean, had he a is, skirt that he, got blown the wrong direction. He, he dug down into his jeans for that. Yep. But the, the last person to enact the Emergency Powers Act in Canada was his pseudo father, his pretend father. What, Castro? No, no, actual the uh, Pierre Trudeau. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, okay, his, sure. His pseudo. Father. Oh, I thought it Castro. No, no, Castro is his actual father. Okay. <laughs> Pierre Trudeau is his pseudo father. But whatever, you know, so, doesn't really matter. Um, so yeah, so anyway, play play this clip of him being a tyrannical dictator. Uh, no, he's a tyrannical dick. Uh, he is a tyrannical dick. So that's really all that is. Okay. Yeah, I can hit it. Seriously. To continue building on these efforts. The federal government is ready to use more tools at its disposal to get the situation fully under control. The federal government has invoked the Emergencies Act. The Emergencies Act will be used to strengthen and support law enforcement agencies at all levels across the country. The police will be given more tools to restore order in places where public assemblies can constitute illegal and dangerous activities, such as blockades and occupations, as seen in Ottawa, Ambassador Bridge, and elsewhere. These tools include strengthening their ability to impose fines or imprisonment. The Emergencies Act will also allow the government to make sure essential services are rendered, for example, in order to tow vehicles blocking roads. Now, with these measures that we've put in place, there will be an ability to compel for just compensation tow truck owners and operators to actually do the jobs for which they have contracts with various orders of government to keep highways and roads clear. In addition, financial institutions will be authorized or directed to render essential services to help address the situation, including by regulating and prohibiting the use of property to fund or support illegal blockades. All right. Pause, As part pause of that. invoking the Emergencies yes, Act, I want to I want to go into that now. before we we get to her, and I've got her on the next <laughs> clip here. Um, so part of what he said is basically. He's compelling tow truck drivers. No, 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 no. What he just said there was he was begging tow truck drivers to come out and move the vehicle. And now he's saying if they don't, they're going to get arrested. Yeah. And they, they will get arrested for. Absolutely. 
for not towing, for not towing. the tow truck. Yep. But a lot of the, t- what, what, are, the what are the tow truck drivers doing though? What are, uh, the, oh, what are they saying? They, we have COVID. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they are completely saying, I'm sorry, we can't, uh, we can't do that. Why? We have no drivers. They're all, yeah, sick they're all COVID. sick with COVID. So, all right. Oh, it, that is, that is quite funny. Okay. Um, go to, go to the next clip now, because this is, now this is really scary. All right. So we've gone from, wh- what did they say about conspiracy theories? What was the time limit? You know, we, we say what Netflix is like movies and Netflix. Well, movies was like 10 years. Well, and, movies is 10 years. Yeah. Netflix uh, was like six months. And now, now it's just basic vernacular, you know, where it what like news six, were down to almost a like six, 25 minute news. Cycle. I, I mean, it was like six to 12 weeks and now it's like six days. Yeah. Right? Maybe five days. So, um, you go to the, go to the next clip. Cause I have it queued up on the next one. You can get rid of her. She's, she's up, but I, I want the second part of it in you, particular. You do not make this easy. I can, I'm, I'm just telling you right now. Close you, that and I, go I, to the next I, one. I, I got you, it but it really is easy. Yeah, it, No, it's not. See, there it is. Okay. He has such difficulty following directions. No. I don't. <laughs> you'd think after 21 years in the army, you'd be better at following directions. You're, you're just a twat. I, I told you just <laughs> keep it in order and make it easy. It and is in order. It's not because this could, that could have kept going and it would have been no, the same thing. No, because I didn't want to hear the first part of what she said. I already listened to it and it was it, talking about, re- so go, basically gifts and go any, any, um, well, that's the crowd, most important any, part. No, no. Any crowdfunding company has to register with their system. Okay. That, that's that's great. That's like the most important part. No, this is the most important no, part. No, it's not. I can tell you that's like the most important part because that's what affects us the most because all that all the Americans that donated money to the Canadian truckers, yeah. they're going to get fucked first. That's what that just said. Because if they can't find it, they can't, the government of Canada is taking it. Fantastic. Well, they're taking everything. Yeah, I know. So. Tools. Exactly. Second, the government is issuing an order with immediate effect under the Emergencies Act authorizing Canadian financial institutions to temporarily cease providing financial services where the institution suspects that an account is being used to further the illegal blockades and occupations. As of today, a bank or other financial service provider will be able to immediately freeze or suspend an account without a court order. In doing so, they will be protected against civil liability for actions taken in good faith. If your truck is being used in these illegal blockades, your corporate accounts will be frozen. The insurance on your vehicle will be suspended. Emergencies Act. Wow. Um, So. Hold on. So bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. I mean, that's all I got to say about that one. Yeah. I mean, that's a bold strategy, but you're really screwing with the wrong people. Yeah. And I mean, you're pissing off a bunch of truckers. You're going to say, oh, well, we're just going to jack their trucks. Okay. You go for it. But it continues too because it goes across the it goes across our borders. Um, known U.S.-based sources of misleading information have driven the majority of Facebook and Twitter posts about the Canadian COVID-19 vaccine mandate protests per German Marshall Fund data shared exclusively with Axios. This is an Axios story, folks. I just want to make sure that we understand that I'm reading a liberal story because I want to highlight something here. 
Driving the news, Ottawa's Freedom Convoy has ballooned into a disruptive political protest against Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, inspired support among right-wing and anti-vax mandate groups in the U.S. Uh, why does this matter? Because trending stories about the protest appear to be driven by a small number of voices as top performing accounts and huge followings are using the protest to drive engagement and inflame emotions with another hot button issue. They can flood the zone, making something news and distorting what appears to be popular, said Karen Cornbruth, a senior fellow director of the Digital Innovation and Democracy Initiative at the German Marshall Fund. What are they saying? Three pages re uh, receiving the most interactions on the convoy protests are Ben Shapiro, Newsmax, and Breitbart are the American. Corndall said, other pages for the most action on the convoy-related posts include Fox News, Dan Bongino, and Franklin Graham. These major online voices with bullhorns determine on what algorithms promote because the algorithm senses it's, it is engaging. Essentially, what they're talking about here is, <clears throat> first of all, the Beijing Olympics numbers came out, okay? 20.9 million viewers. Hmm. Uh, compared to 2016, okay, first week of 2016, okay, they had over 60.8 million viewers watching the Olympics. Good for them. So right now we're winning there. Yeah. Okay? Oh yeah. Boycott the Olympics. Um, a lot of other things that are coming out too. Although is, you are one of those 20.9 million viewers, I have to say you've been watching. in and out, in and out. Uh huh. I, I jump in and out just like anybody else does. Um, I, and I got to tell you right now, the other big thing that came out is the last poll that was done by, uh, Reuters and Reuters did a poll and it said that 70% of Americans do not trust the media. 70% of Americans don't trust the media. Oh yeah. So where are people getting their news from us? And that's what they're coming after next. Alternative media. That's what they're coming after. hundred percent. So what is this about this story? Why, why, why is this story in Axios so important? Well, it goes back to, um, what this, uh, group, the new research published in the Atlantic finds that the public sensitivity on Facebook comes from a tiny hypocritical, hyperactive group of abusive users. Um, since the user's engagement remains the most important factor in Facebook's weighting the content right re recommendations and researchers write, the most abusive users will wield their most influence online. Overall, observe 52 million users active on these U.S. pages, which I'm not one of them, so I can't be considered one of these guys. Um, pages uh, and public groups, less than a quarter of Facebook's claimed user base in the history. Um, among these pu publicly active minorities, of users, the top 1% accounts are responsible for 35% of all the observed interactions with the top 3% responsible for 52% of these interactions. Many users, it seems rarely, if ever interact with, um, the public or other pages or groups Foreign meddling is a further confusing narrative in the trucker protest foreign meddling. NBC News reported that overseas content in the mills in Vietnam, Bangladesh, Romania, and other countries are powering Facebook groups promoting American versions of the trucker convoy. Facebook took many of the pages down. A report from Grid News in Bangladesh and the digital marketing firm was behind two of the largest groups in Facebook and Canadian Freedom Convoy before being removed from the platform. Grid News reported earlier that Facebook groups who were supporting the Canadian convoy were being uh, administered uh, by a hacked Facebook account belonging to a Missouri woman. Furthermore, uh, the... 
this woman, whatever, I got to go back to see Karen. Uh, go figure her name's Karen. <laughs> of course it's Karen. She said that it would be best that if we're going to monitor Facebook and Twitter, we might as well monitor podcasts. Of course. Because if you can, if of you can course. say something's in public, but you can't say it on Facebook or on Twitter, you shouldn't be allowed to say it in a podcast either. Really? They're coming after us next. They're coming but. after, uh, they're, you know what? They're coming after free speech. And, oh, um, that, that brings up another story, which I didn't even print. It's just in my head. Um, did you hear about the, uh, the Sandy Hook? gun $75 million um, thing against Remington. Oh, the lawsuit? Yeah. No, what happened? They settled. Remington settled with the Sandy Hook people for $75 million. So Remington is a bunch of pussy it, boys. But no, it literally put them out of business. And now it opens up the door for everybody to sue every gun manufacturer. They're coming up. They're coming. It's, they're coming after the Second Amendment through the back door because if you shut down gun man manufacturers, then you just can't buy guns anymore. Then there's no need for it, right? It will be. We're gonna we're gonna have to dredge the pond, babe. I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but I've got all right. So I've got a story here from Zero Hedge, and mind you, um, we are big supporters of Zero Hedge. They've also come after Zero Hedge. Yeah, by I know. The way. Okay, uh, they they told that, Zero Hedge that they're they're calling them a fringe conspiracy yes, group. exactly. So they joined yes. our ranks. Welcome, so, Zero Hedge. And, and I've got Zero Hedge's response to that. But anyway, um, this is from Zero Hedge. Zero Hedge. And it's it's originally from the Epic Times, but Zero Hedge uh, essentially pre redid it, right? Uh, you're going to like this one. DHS official defends monitoring trucker protests linking terrorism to misinformation. Well, this is... Did I not tell you that uh, this... I told you you were going to like this. This is a win. It all falls under the basket of white supremacy. Correct. Recent Department of Homeland Security decisions to monitor trucker protests and link domestic terrorism to misinformation have prompted backlash from some conservatives and civil libertarians. But DHS counterterrorism coordinator John Cohen defended his department's actions at a February 15th online event. Uh, the DHS... DHS's February 7th bulletin warned of a heightened terrorism threat because of, quote, false and misleading narratives, misinformation, and conspiracy theories. The United States re remains in a heightened threat environment fueled by several factors, including an online environment filled with false or misleading narratives and conspiracy theories and other forms of mis, dis, and malinformation introduced and or amplified by foreign and domestic terror threats. We talked about that bulletin yep. in the last one, right? Um, so they are they are using that to monitor the trucker protests. And oh. apparently there, there <clears throat> is a trucker protest being planned for the United States. Um, they are keeping it very much on the down low because they don't want to get shut down. Their Facebook group got shut down. It had like 130,000 people, something like that. And uh, no, it, it, got, it got shut down. Um, so apparently it's going to start February 23rd 
That's what I'm hearing for a week going from California straight across the country to DC. Well, all I can say is uh, God bless them. So, um, but we need to keep it quiet, folks. Yeah, we can't we talk do. about it. No, so we need to let it go. We're, we're taking a knee on that on that one, as, as, as I like to, likes say, to say. We're going to take a knee and drink some water. Correct. <laughs> uh, but but know that um, you know Canada's Canada's leading the way. And actually, let's hear what some of these uh, Canadians had to say about in response to um, Trudeau's ridiculous tyranny. Well, first, uh, did you get the clip of uh, Trudeau on Parliament floor? That was it. Wasn't that the one? No, no, no. There's another one where he's talking about these powers and how they're only going to be temporary. It's not going to be a permanent thing. Oh, yeah. He and, was no, like, no, no, oh. no, 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 no. I think I'm in agreement with a lot of people on this one. Hmm. We need to bring heckling to the Senate and the Congress floor. So if you're up there speaking and you're speaking out the fucking right side of your ass, yeah, we can heckle the shit out of you and we can make you look like the biggest fucking moron in the world. Don't they do that in England? Yeah, they, they do, do that they in do, the UK. They do that in Canada too. Because Trudeau Excellent. was up there and they were making fun of him. I heard and him it was getting heckled. fucking hysterical. I, we played that. We played that no, 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 we didn't. No, no, this it's just boring. happened yesterday. Oh, okay. It was he hysterical. He got heckled like last week. Yeah, he, he got heckled then. last. No, so. he got heckled and they he, they told him to, well, he can't tell the truth anyway. He sucks at it. And let him speak. He sucks at it. Remember, that's the yeah. one that yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we played. But no, he was literally standing up there explaining how these powers were going to work. And people were in the background just lambasting them. They were just like, that's what happens when you're the son of Fidel. It was hysterical. <laughs> we heard like three people say that. I almost I almost pissed my pants. I was laughing so hard. <sighs> Trudeau is a fucking pussy. You're right. Uh, yes, Trudeau. And uh, yes. MS Wall, well, welcome. I'm glad yeah. you figured out Twitch. We're glad you're here. Uh, Jay Lyons, gotcha. Appreciate you yes, stopping by. Are, they are going to use this to try and further censor social media. Absolutely. I mean, they're they're already there. So even Truth Social that's coming out, their rules and agreements is some kind of censorship. So just letting you know, everything is censored. Is this the guy that's like supposedly the crazy dude? I I mean, they're all crazy. They're, no, is he the he's one? He's in a t-shirt like, in negative 30 degree weather. He's fucking lost his damn mind. Yeah, it's good. And it says Los Angeles on it. Something like that. Los Angeles. Yeah, it looks like Los Angeles. Yeah. I don't know. No idea. Whatever. All right, we'll play this real quick. Okay. The more they are trying to uh, put us to the corner, the more we are willing to stand on our ground. With this thing, he just gained more freedom fighters right now. He's just going further and further into more power grabbing. It's, yeah, disgusting, really. Talked around with a bunch of us today, and uh, we're all just thinking that he's he's almost like he's scared. It's like a last ditch effort almost for him. I think it's wonderful. To tell you why, because like that, even more Canadians who was looking at the whole thing like pretty passive from their home, from their couch, seeing the whole thing uh, what's going on around here, they might gonna wake up. And gonna they're gonna stand up with us. If anything, it makes him look uh, incompetent. It's almost like it's exposing more corruption or something. It's almost like he just lost complete control of the country, and it's really shown. Just keep grabbing more power, dig deeper. Maybe we just want to talk. Come to the table. 
I think uh, before he does something like this, he should come out and ask what we want. I think it's a little bit overbearing for sure. Like we're not, there's no emergency here. Like we haven't wrecked one thing or there hasn't been any, hardly any arrests. He's just doing it to try to get us out of here and it's going to work because some of us are going to have to leave, right? I haven't expected anything else because he is uh, under pressure. Every time we sleep and wake up with the threats, threats are all, all over. Uh, I'm telling you, it's a very dirty games. They are putting pressure on our companies. Uh, I'm glad that my company owner, uh, he didn't call me back. He said, I'm 100% behind you. Stand whatever it takes. We're going to stand our ground for sure. You know, we are here in a large numbers. I'm pretty sure there's going to be some chicken drivers between all of us. But uh, you know what? I can tell you for sure. One leaves, 10 others, they're going to take his place. I'm in for the long haul. He's, every time he seems to say it's like, man, my moral compass won't let me leave. It's uh, going to basically chase me out of here because I can't afford to get my truck and everything seized and my all my accounts and stuff seized. So I'm ready to pull out of here. I got too much money tied up that I can't take a chance of losing it all right. Some of these guys, can but i can't we're not we're not going anywhere we're uh we're here until we're done they don't know blue collar like we work <laughs> we're a very conditioned group of people we get flipped off on the highway we're used to it we get stuck waiting for hours on end like this is i'm just not getting home i'm conditioned for this environment so, so yeah, uh, there was another one that had a better, um, a better scene in there and the guy did the whole Wolf of Wall Street thing and he like grabbed the, uh, reporter's microphone out of her hand and fucking screamed in the microphone, I'm not fucking going anywhere. <laughs> and it was just like, holy shit, that shit was hysterical. I was laughing so hard. Nah, fuck it. I'm not going anywhere. And he started out real low like that. And then he grabbed the microphone. I'm not fucking going anywhere. I was like, holy shit. That's, that's excellent. So with that, though, as we continue with this, talking about what's going on up north to our little brother of the north there, the Ottawa police chief who was on TV just the other night and he was carrying on for a hot minute. Yeah. Uh, he was screaming at the truckers saying, look, hey, what you're doing? It might not be illegal, but you're causing all sorts of problems. This, that and the other thing. Well, he resigned. Uh, as a as a result of the protest, he resigned. Um, and it was this was there was an interesting point in his resignation, which I thought it is with a heavy heart that I am announcing that I've stepped down as chief of the Ottawa Police Service. He said, uh, since the onset of this demonstration, I have done everything possible to keep this city safe and put an end to the unprecedented and unforeseeable crisis. We've acquired new resources and enforcement tools and stood up new integrated command centers. I am confident the Ottawa Police Services is, is in is now in a better position to end this occupation. Uh, of course, they deleted the big part of it, which he went on to say that he didn't agree with arresting his own citizens for something that they were not doing that he didn't think was illegal. Uh, yeah, because there's notices being served to the protesters all over. Yep. Uh, and they state, you must leave the area now. Anyone blocking streets or assisting others in the blocking in the blocking streets are committing a criminal offense and you may be arrested. You must immediately cease further unlawful activity or you will face charges. If you are arrested, you may be released on bail depending on factors contained in part 16 of the criminal code. The people of Ottawa are being denied the lawful use, enjoyment, and no, uh, oh, 
something businesses to close that is mischief under the criminal code. Uh, the notice says that those charged or convicted due to activity related to the protests may no longer be able to cross the U.S. border. It also warns that anyone who is coming to Ottawa to protest is now breaking the law. And according to BuzzFeed reporter Paul, McLeo, uh, Paul McLeod, the crowd in Ottawa have responded, responded by chanting, hold the line. So, yeah, they are they're going to start arresting so people. They basically went to a Mel Gibson movie and. Yeah. Hold the line. Follow me. Yes. So um, <laughs> it's it's getting hot up there in cold Canada. Yeah. I, I, I can't wait rough. to see how this one ends. Uh, this is going to be, uh, and, be a good one. And Swallow, uh, he met some drivers. Yeah, no, I, I just put that up. Yeah, but, uh, I met some drivers who don't support the convoy at all. It's really quite shameful on their part. It it really is because well, no, I, I I look at it this way. That's part of this country. You're allowed to disagree. That's you can't you can't go one way or the other. I'm sure there are people out there that that got vaccinated that drive trucks. Oh, and, like ninety percent of the truckers in Canada are vaccinated. So why does there have to be a mandate? I, I'm just I'm just saying that I I don't I mean I don't agree with the mandate, but I I don't disagree with the truckers that don't agree with the convoy that's on the truckers. As far as I'm concerned, each trucker you. is their yeah, own individual own. business. Isn't and Doug Ford's daughter own own daughter cheering on the convoy? Uh, yes, I believe she is. I honestly don't know. Or I, I know his, heard that his brother is. I heard one of the brothers were. Yeah. Cause isn't there two brothers? Doug yeah. Ford has two other brothers. I know one of them is. Yeah. Um, one of them was actually on the bridge. The, uh, bridge there in just north of Detroit there going into Canada. I'm trying to remember the Amer Freedom of America Bridge. Um, oh, shit. I'm trying to remember his name because he was up there. He almost got arrested the other morning when yes. he went up there and yes. cleared the bridge. That I know was one of his yeah. brothers. Um, I'm not sure. What's that? Which, uh, one of them Yes, one of them crackhead. is a crackhead. Yeah, I, it wasn't he that was one. The, he was the mayor of Toronto. At one point, I yeah, think. Yeah, and, like, and like smoking crack while he was the mayor of Toronto. Well, it's not like the it's the first time it ever happened. That's I mean, true. in Washington D.C., they had a mayor that got caught buying crack from a prostitute. What's didn't he smoke crack with Hunter Biden? He probably I think did. I think that came out a couple of weeks ago. That I, the, I don't know that Hunter Biden was smoking crack with the mayor, the old mayor of D.C. So, uh, <laughs> well, that wouldn't be surprising. Either way, we got to move we, on. I mean, um, every country has their crackheads, right? They're all famous too. So, what the fuck? So. More news is erupting now, of course, because now the rest of America news, the news cycle has figured out about this indictment that Durham made of Sussman. Before you get to that real quick, I have one real quick thing on that because it's going to lead right into this. And you're absolutely right on that because in a poll last month, 66% of Democrats want Clinton questioned, which is 22 per percentage points higher than how many in her party demanded a probe last October. That's according to the Technometrica Institute of Policy and Politics Research. Great. 66% of Democrats now want Hillary questioned over Spygate. Yeah, well. Yeah. Why does it got to be gate? Exactly. Why, could, why can't Exactly. It, why does everything have to be a gate? Why can't it be, um, what the hell? Crackheads for Biden. <laughs> Well, we figured crack pipes are coming I from mean, Biden. Why not maybe, crack heads for Biden? Maybe that's his 81 million votes. Oh, uh, that could be. Right? It could be all the little white dots in the carpet. Uh, I'm, oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was Parmesan, Parmesan cheese. cheese. My bad. My bad. <laughs> so anyway, with uh, more and more coming out about this, uh, more questions are being asked. Uh, one of the big ones is the technology executives and the Clinton campaign lawyer respond has finally responded to Durham's last filing. 
which is really interesting because this pussy um, had to come out and yell at the court because he said, well, wait a minute, I haven't been charged with that. And so how did Durham react? Okay, let me charge you. Hold on one minute. Hold my beer. Here's my paperwork. There you go. And now he's been charged. Excellent. All of the sudden, suddenly of all within 24 minutes, it went from, and then now it's, no, no, don't show me anymore. Don't want to see it. Didn't I tell you that he saw yeah. everything? Yeah, you did say so, that. Listen to this. A technology executive accused of wrongdoing with a lawyer who worked for Hillary Clinton's campaign back in uh, February 15th. After special counsel, John Durham laid out new detailed allegations against them. Um, Said in the court filing, the tech executive was fighting in the White House for the purpose uh, purposes of gathering derogatory information about Donald Trump. It's believed that the spying took place while Trump was in was the president as well, which is treason. If you're not aware, folks, it's automatically treason. Okay, which is death by hanging. Anybody says firing squad again, I'm going to smack them. It is death by hanging. There is no shooting anybody for treason. There treason, we hang you by the neck until you're dead. That is exactly what the law book calls for. I can pull out the big green beast and we can read it word for word right no, now we, if you want. We, we know that's the case. You know how we know that's the case? Because they erected a, uh, a, a hangman's noose in front of the Capitol on January 6th. Oh. This is treason. Where is Officer, I can't breathe. I can't even... Hey, man. I'm Nick Searcy. On January 6, 2021, I went to Washington, D.C., along with multitudes of other Americans because we believed that the election was stolen. I saw with my own eyes what happened that day. And what they show you on the media doesn't tell half the story. Here's the Capitol and here's people going in there. They didn't show all of this out here. Did I tell you I have claustrophobia? I saw people of all colors, races, creeds, Asian Americans for Trump, black for Trump. I even saw a guy wearing a shirt that said fags for Trump. And since I'm from California, I knew that guy. We're from Iowa. Nashville, Tennessee. And I'm here standing with my fellow patriots. We all standing for America. Despite what the media tells you, boots on ground definitely say something different. There is a sea of nothing but red, white, and blue patriots. These are damn working people right here. They want their country back. We're marching for the Constitution. We're not, it ain't really about Trump, it's about us now. They're, they're attacking us and we're tired of it. We had a foreign attack and they had domestic support. This is about individual liberty. We don't believe the media. We don't believe you. We don't. We have no faith in our institutions. The FBI is now being sent out by Joe Biden to punish people. We're at war. They're hunting down Trump supporters like dogs. You say that again. We're at war. 147 days since my wife was murdered and executed. The FBI. Step out. I have red dots all over my chest. They broke the door down. Hands up, hands up, put your hands on the wall, hands up. I was in jail for four straight days. I, I kept banging on the door saying, I have never had a phone call. The sixth was all deception. The level of sophistication and tactic is immense. Oh, I recognize you from Portland. Uh, I've seen people from Portland here, Antifa. 
I was paid to pretend to protest. We need to come together as Americans again and remember why we started this country. An insurrection without arms? What are they talking about? And why are they lying? So as you just saw, folks, capital punishment, uh, we've been talking about it for a while now. You can see down at the bottom of the screen, you can go to uh, hisglory.tv and use the promo code DEFIANT and you can get your copy, <clears throat> get your copy today. And I can't. <laughs> having, a, having a rough little time choke. there. <clears throat> well, that's true. And Okay, so Epic that. News uh, Epic News reported uh, Rodney uh, Jaffe. Uh, who until recently headed a U.S.-based company called Neurostar. Jaffe once was offered a position, top position with the Clinton administration, provided Clinton, whom Trump beat in 2016 election, became president. A spokesman for Jaffe has not been charged with any, said that he has not been charged with any crime or alleged crime during Dur Durham's filing in a statement to news outlets, which is true. He still has not been charged. However, contrary to the allegations of this recent filing, Mr. Jaffe is a apolitical internet security expert. Bullshit. Yeah, uh, right. With Decades of service to the U.S. government who has never worked for a political party. Bullshit. And who allegedly provided access to DNS data obtained from a private client who separately was providing DNS services to the executive office of the president of the United States, the spokesman said. Interesting. Hmm. Um, no, he wasn't because they don't have a private company do that. A defense contracted company provides communications for the White House. So. Mr. Jaffe is uh, what full I like what I like to call in the technical definition, yeah. full of fucking shit. Yeah. He's a great big bag of smashed assholes. Yeah. That being said, it goes on. Under the terms of the contract, the data could not be accessed to identify this or data analyze. could be accessed. Under the terms of the con contract, the data could be accessed to identify and analyze any security breaches or threats, Jaffe's spokesperson said. As a result of the hacks, the EOP and the DNC servers of the 2015-2016, respectively, there were serious and legitimate national security concerns about Russian attempts to infiltrate the 2016 election. Upon identifying the DNS queries from Russian-made Yoda phones in, a pro in proximity to Trump Trump's campaign and the EOP, Respected cybersecurity researchers were deeply concerned about the anomalies they found in the data that they prepared to report their findings, which subsequently shared with the CIA. Of course. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. You asked me the other night and I completely Which agency it was and you blew just blew you me off, off and you just And kept there going. was a reason. Yeah, because you didn't want to say because no, you were waiting. I was waiting because it came out yesterday. Mm -hmm. So just in case you weren't aware, there's... They talk about agencies. There's agency number one, agency number two, and agency number three. Yep. I now know all three agencies. They're all alphabet agencies. Agency number one is the FBI. That's obvious. Yep. Agency number two is the CIA. Yep. Agency number three is the NSA. So that's all three agencies. That's how I know because I just happen to know you some know. people who know some people who told me that's who they are. That being said, Durham said his team had identified uh, no support for the allegations against Jaffe. So no, there is none. 
And right now there isn't. Um, but that's about quickly to change. Sussman, uh, the allegations pertaining to the DNS traffic, for instance, were not included in Sussman's indictment. And he stood there in front of the court the other day. We're not necessary to identify any potential conflicts of interest in this, which this motion is purely to, uh, pure. Oh, I can't. Putatively. Putatively concerned, they added. Why Why then include them? What that, that That's the question that answers itself, said Sussman's lawyer. Uh, Durham responded in tow by stating, that's fine, now you're charged, and handed him the charge sheet. Sussman wants the court to strike the portion of the motion that outlines the allegations against Jaffe and allow him to retain counsel with Latham Watkins, which happens to be the same law firm that old Sussman's being represented by right now. A law firm which represented other parties that are also being being or have been investigated by Durham. So long story short, folks, Sussman just basically said, tried to call Durham's bluff. Durham turned around, went like this and said, Here fuck you. you. Hold, you basically well, said, wait, wait, wait. Hey, hold my beer. Yeah. OK, here's your charge sheet. Excellent. And now he's been charged with that as well. Fantastic. Well, uh, it gets better. So. um the former director of national intelligence, John Ratcliffe, has said that he believes more people will be indicted as special counsel John Durham's investigation progresses. So well, Rat I'm just racking the W's up today. Yeah. So when he was in office, Ratcliffe said that he had seen intelligence that suggested that the Democratic National Committee was working on a narrative that tied former President Donald Trump to Russia in 2016. He said then Obama administration officials had been briefed on the matter at the time. Then Attorney General Bill Barr, John Durham and I, all looking at this intelligence, agreed there was not a proper predicate to open a criminal investigation into the Trump campaign. Yet that happened. Okay, hold on one sec. I yep. apologize to interrupt, but yep. and notice what I just said. Mm -hmm. Real quick, folks. Uh, remember, I worked in that world for a little while, okay? Yeah. There's one thing that we always refer to in that world. We called it paragraph one. This is when I knew that there was a whole lot of bullshit going on here, okay? And I'll tell you why. When Strzok was asked about the biggest case in his entire life, he was asked, I believe it was, I should get the clip, but it was on NBC, and he was asked, how did you know that the president might be involved in this? And Strzok's first words were, well, um, to be honest, I don't really remember. Right there and then, I knew Bullshit. he was full of shit. Yep. Because you always you don't forget that. You don't forget that. I can re remember. I remember all the cases I've ever worked on, and I can tell you exactly what how what predicated the investigation, what started the investigation, who came to me and told me that hey, that something bad is going on. Long story short, he couldn't remember. The, you mean to tell me the biggest case of his entire fucking life, possibly taking down a sitting American president? You mean to tell me that he could not remember what was what predicated that investigation and come to find out that on the 27th of I want to say it was uh, October. I, yeah, I believe it was 27 October. Um, the president came out and he had made a statement. Uh, this was back in 2020. 27 October 2020 or 2016, maybe it's 2016, I don't remember which, where he came out and he said uh, he was talking about the Russians hacking the DNC stuff. And he said, hey, I hope you get, you know, Hillary Clinton's emails and release them as well. He yeah. said at one of his campaign yeah. rallies, it was yeah. like it was 2016, I believe. So October 27, 2016, um, or actually, no, I'm sorry, it was August 27, 2016. Later, 
while he was she, running for president? Yes. Strucker counted that and said, yeah, it was on the 26th of August that we had the predication to open this case. Hmm. A little early, wouldn't you say, Bill? Hmm. Considering the statement wasn't made till the 27th. What are you, a fucking future teller? What, can you go in and read what the fucking president's going to say? I mean, you know, the CIA has been doing remote viewing for a very long time. Well, so yeah, I know that. Who knows? Um, well, anyway, so apparently in 2021, Ratcliffe said he released roughly a thousand documents to Durham. Yes, the country needs to bring back courtyard hanging. Yes, that's, agree. that's great. I think we got to do it on TV. I think if we, yeah. we do it on TV, Budweiser, fucking Marlboro, and all those companies will fucking try and jump at them. Uh, the advertising would be... Out, insane. Yes. I bet insane. it would get much better viewership than the, the Olympics or the Super Bowl for that matter. Or any UFC fight. Yes, absolutely. Is CrowdStrike going to come back up with all this uh, stuff? Yes, yes, but hold on. I think we're, everything is going to come we're back gonna up We're going to get there because that's coming back. Yes. Yeah. So um, so anyway, so basically he said, uh, so Ratcliffe said, so those are the issues that John Durham is looking at. And I think there'll be many more. And I would expect there to be quite a few more indictments because of that. So basically... Ratcliffe's already all, seen all this information. He knows what's coming down the pike because he gave Durham, like he already looked at all this, but he couldn't do anything about it then. Correct. Now he can, or now Durham can. And uh, Ratcliffe gave him a thousand documents. He knows exactly who's going to be indicted and there's going to be a lot more. Oh yeah. It's coming. It's coming hard. All right. But uh, but they don't want to talk about it uh, okay. at all. So. What are you looking for? Really quick, uh, CrowdStrike and all that stuff's going to come up. Just give it a minute. I promise. I, I'm going to wrap all this up into a nice little neat little bow. Anyway, White House, Hillary Clinton declines to comment on Durham allegations. Go fucking figure because her ass is going to jail. Oh, yeah. So uh, I'm not even going to read the whole story because it doesn't make any sense. It's, it's pointless. It's worthless, but it's really funny. It just made me giggle that she won't answer anything. But she did say that she would bring down most of Washington if she was. Yeah, she's going to take 50, half of Washington with her. If she was investigated concerning the stuff. So outstanding. Bye, Felicia. Please do it. Uh, do me a favor. Yep. All of the swamp, take it with you. Take just it all. Take pull it all. it all down the road. You know, they're trying to unionize staffers now. I, I heard something like that. It's ridiculous. So, um, And you'll never get rid of them. So there's this really long article. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but Thank it's God. the eight more intriguing uh, intrigues inside John Durham's latest uh, special counsel filings. So do me a favor. Go. Um, uh, where the hell did this come from? The Federalist. Go to The Federalist. Uh, read this article. It came out February 14th, 2022 uh, by Margaret Cleveland. She does some good stuff over there. Uh, one of the bigger ones, which really drew me up the wall. Did other Intel people attend the Sussman meeting? Third detail from earlier filings uh, takes a new significance when you read when read against Friday's motion and the now public details about Sussman's meeting with the CIA concerning that the claims that Trump or his associates were using supposedly rare Russian-made wireless phones in the vicinity of the White House and other locations. That is very interesting that a detail like that was pulled out. That meeting took place on February 9, 2017, according to a discovery update. Sussman had informed the special counsel's office that he believes that there were additional government employees at the February 9, 2017 meeting beyond those noted in the discovery previously provided by Sussman's legal team. Durham had explained that the discovery update and his team has since undertaken additional steps to determine the additional personnel were, in fact, present at this meeting with CIA employees. Evidence of the government has not identified to date. 
While Sussman's memory could be flawed, it could also be that the CIA had additional agents present or other intelligence agency employees attend the meeting, but failed to inform Durham of the fact. If so, it wouldn't be the first time this information like that was withheld from Durham. The special counsel's motion was also provided some additional details that as of now seem minor, but nonetheless worth noting. Many of those details came in the motion when the special counsel identified several areas where potentially created conflicts of interest regarding Lethem, walk-ins, LLP, legal law practices, uh, current representation of Sussman, uh, Latham and walk-ins. Um, they are, sub they are subsidiary of a guy by the name of, he's a, uh, try Weiss, something Weiss. Weissman? Weiss. No, it's just Weiss. It's something Weiss. Yeager Weiss or Jaeger Weiss. He's a billionaire, foreign billionaire. He funds a company called, um, starts with a, uh, he's almost, he's just as bad, if not worse than Soros. Um, interesting. Um, he's a billionaire, European billionaire. I'm trying to remember, uh, what the name of the company is, but it has a bunch of funds and the funds that it controls are all connected, not only to this, but to everything that's going on with fucking the white house right now, China, um, Jaeger, it's Jaeger Weiss or W Y I S S E, something like that. Anyway, we'll get into that in a minute. <clears throat> but that was pretty interesting that they had all this other shit, that all that other stuff right there. And then who knew and when? And I think this is the most important part because one of the people who knew and when was obviously, and this has to be because of the level that this was at. I, I'm sorry, he would not been ill-advised about this, but Barack Obama had to know what the hell was going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. He had gotten no briefed way. before he left the White House. I bet Biden knew too. I, I guarantee Biden. I yep. guarantee Biden was in on the conversation. Absolutely. Another intriguing insight from the motion provided came <laughs> when the government explained why Lath uh, Latham's representation of the three separate clients might result in conflicts of interest. Here, the motion began by noting that Jaffe allegedly conferred and consulted with both Sussman and Elias on multiple occasions in connection with the Alpha Bank allegations. Elias, another one who's very interesting, his name pops up all over the Mark, place with this. Mark Elias. Yep. Mark Elias. Whatever. Elias, Elias, whatever, whatever the hell his name is, who gives a shit? Given, in fact, that Durham explained that some of the uh, the factual issues likely arise whether will be whether Sussman did or did not tell Elias or Perkins Cooey that he was billing work on the Alpha Bank allegations to the Clinton campaign and whether Sussman did or did not receive instructions regarding the billing of the Clinton campaign and his meetings with the FBI general counsel. Durham also noted that he expected trial testimony to explore Sussman's potential motives in misleading the FBI considering whether he was working with or on behalf of the Clinton campaign, Elias and Jaffe. The conflict here is that the special counsel explained in nearly uh, prose that it was in each of these areas the defendant's interests may diverge from Elias and Perkins Cooey interest to the functional areas that might differ further. Latham likely possesses confidential knowledge about Perkins Cooey's role in the views concerning Sussman's past activities. In other words, a trial may hear two or more different stories who knew what and when and why and who did what and when and why. And as the various players seek to exonerate themselves and to avoid blame and legal culpability. However, if it even gets that far, that is my point. I don't think it's going to get that far. One of them is going to roll before the other one does. Yeah. 
But anyway, there's a bunch more in here um, that are, it, it's a good article. It's worth your time. Don't, it, this isn't a waste of time, but eight more intrigues uh, inside the John Durham's latest special counsel filings. It was, again, it was, uh, yeah, the Federalist on February 14th, 2022, a very good one. So what is the biggest unstated part of, part of this? Hmm. The CIA. Nobody's asked the question, how can the CIA operate in the United States? Can the CIA operate in the United States? No. Within the continental borders of the no. United States? Most certainly can. No. Most certainly can. How? Can it collect intelligence? No. No. Can it operate in the United States? Most certainly can. It is a federally recognized agency. It most certainly can. However, it does have to abide by the statutes granted under EO 12333, which we talked about in our last episode. Yep. If you understand what EO 12333 is, it is an executive order concerning the how intelligence collects information, who who how it holds on to information, who it holds on to, and how long we can hold on to it for. So for instance, if I collect an intelligence in an investigation on a foreign player and I come across, let's say, VLEN, your information, yeah. I have 90 days to decide whether or not you have any, I have to report, first of all, that your information is in my hands, okay? First and foremost. Yeah. Secondly, I have to then have a conversation with my bosses or my superiors, and we have to talk about um, whether or not you actually play into this investigation. I have 90 days for that to take place. Upon when the day I make a decision that either A, yes, we you are involved in my investigation, or no, no, you're not involved in my investigation, then I've got to make a play and I have to say, nope, she's not involved. Boom. Your stuff has to be deleted immediately and any part of anything I may have collected about you has to be destroyed. So on Friday, special counsel Durham filed a motion retaining the defense firm's uh, potential conflict of interest in the Michael Sussman case. The conflict itself certainly is intriguing with Sussman's lawyers, uh, Latham and Watkins, having represented potential witnesses in the case, including Perkins Coie, former Perkins Coie and Clinton campaign general counsel Mark Elias and the Hillary Clinton campaign and Hillary for America. The issues that made more noise, however, was Durham's disclosure that Rodney Joffe, a contractor with deep ties to the Clintons and what appears to be a deep hatred for Trump, had exploited executive offices of the president of the United States and data he obtained from a sensitive, sensitive arrangement with the U.S. government to damage President Trump. So this came out, one of these came out from this uh, Dirty Truth by Josh, a.k.a. The Real Dirty. Atlee Smith says, keep hearing people comparing the scandal to Watergate. It doesn't compare to Watergate at all. We are talking about someone, the most secure communications go in government, been surveilled by a political operatives. Yes, the data from the executive yeah, offices. Much worse than Watergate. Wasn't at all Jaffe had obtained. He also collected domain uh, name systems, internet traffic pertaining to the healthcare provider, Trump Tower, and Trump's Central Park West apartment building. Well, what else? What else happened here? In the statement, I'm not going to read the government's evidence at trial. Will establish among that all this other stuff. Yesterday, February 14th, Sussman's attorney disputed the Durham filing to an extent. They said Sussman provided the CIA. Hold on. Let me, let the me, CIA. Let me, they said this in open court. Sussman's attorney disputed the Durham filing to an extent. They said Sussman provided the CIA with executive office of the president data from when Barack Obama was president. How long do you think it takes them to change DNS servers in the White House? Not very long. No, it shouldn't. Did they? No. Why? 
because Sussman had already turned it over to the CIA. So now the CIA could spy on fucking Donald Trump. Hmm. Interesting. I have a theory about this. Sussman's attorney is telling the truth. Never a given. We then suspect that the executive office of the president data included from the 74th day, the Trump transition period between November 8th, 2016, which was the election and the January 20th, 2017 inauguration, which, which would, which would still be spying on the incoming president, uh, Trump administration. For background, the executive office of the president includes a number of executive councils, the national security council, the office of management and budget, etc. And there's more and more, even after that, that support the president It involved generally in the transition from one president to the next. What about the da data involved in the Trump transition? On 1 August 2016, Trump reached the agreement with the General Services Administration for telecommunication and internet technology services for both pre and post-election transition period. This is the agreement. Fool Nelson printed out to me that Joffe's other company, Packet Forensics, has a 2010 to 2020 or 2010 to 2025 contract with the GSA. I wonder if Joffe's company, Neurostar, helped the GSA in the execution of the transition agreement. Maybe, maybe not. I'm sure it matters, as Neurostar already had an agreement to provide DNS resolution services to the executive offices of the president all through the GSA, General Services Administration. So folks, what they're trying to say there is that Joffe was in control of the whole thing. Wow. He could have just let it go on. So wait, that agency. When did it stop? That agency number two. We now know for sure that Sussman met with the CIA general counsel. We learned in January, 2022, that if Sussman, it, uh, is to be believed there were two other CIA employees in the meeting. <laughs> in other words, a Clinton supporting contractor, Joffe, obtained sensitive information, perhaps unlawfully, about the office of the President of the United States, Trump, manipulated the information, information, passed it to a DNC Clinton lawyer, Sussman, who then delivered it directly into the hands of the CIA. That would be a conspiracy. That is a conspiracy to commit treason. Yes. So, um, which is punishable by anywhere from five years in federal prison to hanging by the neck until dead. Yes, correct. So that is where the CIA comes into this. And the CIA, if they're involved in this, you can guarantee it's fucking dirty. Um, it's all going to be dirty. Well, what did Pisaki have to say about it? I, did she talk about it? Well, yeah, play, play, Shit, play, I didn't play, know we were still talking next, about it to her. Play the next clip. Was she here? Pisnasi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, her, her underling um, pawned it off the, the first day. But, uh, but that was really funny, wasn't it? Yeah, it really was. Yeah. She was like, <laughs> like hey, I can't speak there's a on bus. That. There's a bus yeah, coming. Just I, step I, out I, there. I got, stay I there. got nothing. Actors secret program that collects American data. Yeah. That's oh called, yeah. That's called Pegasus. Yep. Um, not only does the CIA have Pegasus, but so does the FBI, as we found out just earlier last week. Yeah. We um, talked about that. Uh, Monday, yeah. Last week, Monday. Well, we talked about it Monday, but it was fun okay. last week. Yep. Yeah. I'll have to look that one up. Uh, but go figure. The CIA sucks. Yeah, they saying. do. Fuck them. They were lazy anyway. Well, let's see here. Good thing you never went to work for them. Hmm. says there was an outside company with ties to the Clinton camp uh, monitoring server data info on the executive office of the president through the Obama administration, possibly into the Trump administration. Uh, do you know if there's still a system picking up server data on the EOP? And if not, 
when it stopped? Again, I, I know you asked my colleague a few questions about this the other day, uh, but I would point you any questions about this to the Department of Justice. And then is what was described in the filing there, monitoring internet traffic, is that? You, you liar. Generally speaking, would that be considered something along the lines of spying? Again, I would point you to the Department of Justice. Durham says there was an outside You liar! Yeah. That was a great question. When did it stop? Yeah. Has it stopped? Is it still going on? Is it, did it go on for the entirety of the Trump presidency? Uh, Probably. I would guess so, because you know what they say about a government program. Once it gets going, it never really stops. It never really ends. It never ends. So They can push the budget string somewhere what do you else. Wanna, well, hopefully the, the White Hats have taken control of it, and they're now spying on Biden. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I, I because they're not treasonous bastards like the DNC. No, I just, I don't believe that there's anybody anymore. I, I don't believe that anybody's in control anymore. Of what? Of anything? I, I, I don't believe the White Hats are in control. I don't think. No, no one's I, coming I, to save us. There's, there's, there's nobody no coming to save us. We no. have to do it ourselves. Yes, absolutely. Period. 100%. We have to do it from but here that is not ourselves. to say that there is not good people in still in the government that are working towards no, the same I know plenty goals of that we are. Exactly. I know plenty of them. That's what I mean about White Hats. Not that they're coming to save us, but there are good people in the government that are working towards the same goals that we are. And we're we're doing our best to, you know be free. So there's a new study that came out that says uh, natural immunity protects against Omicron. What do you know? People of Earth, I am Lur of the planet Omicron Percy I-8. Is this thing on? So yeah, the defense known uh, uh, the defense known as natural immunity was similar to the protection seen among those naturally immune who got at least one dose of COVID-19 vaccine. People who got three doses of COVID-19 vaccine didn't have natural immunity at all, researchers said in the Cleveland Clinic found. Hmm. Further, those who received primary series of vaccines didn't get a booster or an additional shot. And they most likely became infected. During that time, Omicron variant was a predominant strain, causing infection prior to COVID-19, provide effective protection against the infection for at least six months, even after the absence of, an, uh, of a vaccination. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. So just, just a thought, folks. Well, I, I wouldn't run out and get your fucking shot. Um, well, go go to the, skip that clip, because you, that, Sorry, I, I mixed it up there. My apologies. Yeah, go 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 to him. Oh, Jesus. Hold on. Well, then we got to play this. Yes. And now, a message from Dr. Anthony Fauci. Let's see what this retard has to say. He's looking a little peaked. He is. The potential future requirement for an additional boost or a fourth shot for mRNA or a third shot for J&J is being very carefully monitored in real time and recommendations, if needed, will be updated according to the data as it evolves. I'd I wonder, mm -hmm. why does he have a fake background? Why is he green screening it? He is definitely green screening it. Watch this, folks. I'm just going to move the, my cursor here just a little bit more. Watch the sides of his head very slowly. Yeah. You see the black right yeah. here? Yeah, oh yeah, I see it. Yeah, he that's is. That definitely is definitely green screened. Green screened. Yep. So now my question is, why is he green screened? Where is Where he? is Anthony Fauci? Huh. That's a great question. Hmm. Well, um, so we had talked about, and actually uh, we heard Dr. Brian Artis talk about this last weekend at Candace's rally on Saturday. Um, actually, go to, skip that one. That's that's Russia. There's one more on, on uh, COVID that we're going to do that's after Fauci. Yeah, that one. Um, so 
we talked about how uh, they're trying to roll out shots for kids under five, yes. right? Six months to four years old. Correct. And they were supposed to have a meeting on February 15th about it. Correct. To get it approved. But um, so the FDA and Pfizer is abandoning the two-shot COVID vaccine in kids under five, citing new data. I have to say, though, this is not good news. Okay, why not? Because they're waiting for data on a third shot expected in April. Basically, they tested the two-shot series on kids, and they found that it had no effect. Um, it didn't work. So now they're doing a three-shot series on kids. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so they're waiting for new data to come out in April so that they can give kids three shots of this right off the bat. Oh, so wonderful. Uh, yeah. Um, so in December, uh, Pfizer and BioNTech announced the, that interim data from the trial with children ages two to four found that two doses of a three microgram vaccine, a tenth of the dose given to adults, did not produce the same level of immune responses seen in pe people ages 16 to 25 for which the vaccine is already approved. According to unnamed officials who spoke with the New York Times, the two doses only generated 60% of the targeted level of antibodies against the pandemic virus. As such, the companies plan to add a third dose to be given at least two months after the second. So they're going to hit our kids with three doses of this vaccine. Well, that's wonderful. For babies. Yeah. Babies. Makes a lot of sense. I know, me. right? But you know why? For, for, for the unborn population that literally no, you can they're going to survive more than anybody else. There's, they have no risk. Uh, we need to go like Sweden and uh, protect the elderly and those vulnerable. Yeah. Like Stacey Abrams, cause she's huge and she probably does have yeah. diabetes. Uh, she's got a great big gap in between her teeth. You could drive a Mack truck through that some bitch. And, um, it looks like a chicklet fell out of her mouth. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, being honest about it. Um, but I bet she, I bet she's great at whistling. You know, so we, we give God praise and we just thank God. Yeah. That people are getting well. It's only eternity that will be able to exceed all the people that we touched. So I tell everybody, please don't wait till you get sick. Don't wait till you can't breathe. Everybody needs to have hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin in their medicine cabinet. Get it. Go on our website, drstellarmd.com. Use promo code DEFIANT. You get 5% off. If you don't get it, if you wait till you get sick, by the time we mail it to you, it might be two or three days and you'll be going through serious panic. People have ended up in the hospital because they didn't know this information. Share the information with everybody you know. Give them the promo code DEFIANT. It doesn't matter. Even they don't watch this show. So that they can get this thing, keep it in their medicine cabinet. We don't know what else is going to happen. The last time I heard there was a fluoro, they had fluorona, they had Delta Crown, they had Omni, Delta, I don't know. They, it looks like they just cook up something at Davos and then create some name and throw it out there and start harassing us. So just make sure, whether it's Furocron, Delta Cron, or whatever, or Omnicron, they are all sensitive to hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. Here is the part, here is the thing, right? There are some doctors that are hydroxychloroquine only. There are some other doctors that are ivermectin only. only. Yep. There are other ones that are desinite only. That's not what we do. When we get somebody gets sick, we have a whole cocktail. We give them hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, budesonide. We give them uh, a Z pack. We give them baby aspirin to stop them from getting blood clots. We give them you know, a steroid to stop the inflammation. We give them, so you know what I'm saying? So it's a whole cocktail. It's not one medicine. And People I always tell me, well, I got sick and what do I do? What, should I increase my dose? I said, no, go back to the website, sign up as a, a repeat patient and get treated properly.
So uh, I'm looking at this story there, uh, Jan Lyons. Uh, the CIA has a secret undisclosed data repository that includes information collected about Americans to Democrats on the Senate intelligence. Uh, yeah, we reported on this, I believe the last on our last yeah, episode, I think we, we talked about this, yep. about what, uh, Martin Henrik and, uh, and uh, Ron Wyden of Oregon and New Mexico said, uh, but the thing is that they, they didn't say anything. The CIA came out and they just countered it. They just said, well, yeah, no, we don't. The oversight committee knows about what this is and what it's supposed to do. And the program's lawful. And it's lawful collection and the CIA may intentionally or incidentally acquire information about Americans who are in contact with foreign nationals. Could that connect to how they looked at Trump's stuff? Can it? Yes. Um, did it? No, because what happened with Trump stuff was the, um, they had a phone call. That's how that, this all started. Uh, was that, um, I'm trying to remember the phone call that he got impeached over. Yes. With, so with with Zelensky and all yeah. that and Ukraine and all that crap. And uh, that's how they started it there to provide that Russian connection because Ukraine and Russia, I mean, as we all know right now, they're right there next to each other. And that's where the CrowdStrike stuff comes up. So this is where um, you got anything more on this or can we move on to the next topic? Um, well, no, I mean, the next topic is is Russia. And I apologize, I mixed up your stories there because COVID was supposed to come after Russia. So my 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 bad on that one. Um, but uh, no, we'll we'll get to this. So there's there's one more COVID story. And uh, it, it kind of goes along with what Fauci was saying. Okay, well, let's go back to this real quick. Project Veritas is at it again because God bless that's what they do. This is what we got to have a lot of. A lot yeah. more people got to start yes, doing this. Absolutely. Or calling Project Veritas saying, hey, look, I'll do it for you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so let's sterilize them early, basically. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. And we're going to get back to that. We will. I Trust me, I'm going to connect all that. All right. So real quick. Biden wants to inoculate as many people as possible. So you can have to get an annual shot. I mean, it hasn't been formally announced yet. They don't want to like uh, rile everyone up. The drug companies, the food companies, the vaccine companies, so they pay us hundreds of millions of dollars a year to hire and keep the reviewers to approve their products. If they can get every this person is required to get a FDA executive officer of countermeasures initiative. Of, uh, uh, money going into their, their company. I mean, just from everything I've heard, they're not going to not approve this. Meet Christopher Cole, an executive officer at the FDA with over 20 years experience who claims to be directly involved in the approval process of the various COVID vaccines. What you're about to witness raises some alarming concerns from the government's desire to mandate an annual vaccine for everyone, including young children, to the billions of dollars that exchange hands between our government and Big Pharma to railroad the approval process. I'm a manager for the uh, Food and Drug Administration. My, uh, my agency oversees vaccines, oh. vaccine approvals and, and uh, devices for vaccines. And my office clears all the uh, emergency approvals. Since COVID is under emergency uh, order, we expedite the approval of any emergency. I've been there for 22 years. Biden wants to inoculate as many people as possible. So you can have to get an annual shot. I mean, it hasn't been formally announced yet. They don't want to like uh, rile everyone up. So, Is it going to be formally announced? Yeah, yeah, at some point. I mean, it's going to be, uh, uh, and some of it's been talked about publicly, but it has been talked about on 
like CNN or Fox or MSNBC or anything. Um, but yeah, it'll, 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 you'll have to get uh, an annual. I think um, what's going to happen is um, it's going to be a gradual thing. School's going to mandate it. Why do they need the third one? Well, the same reason um, you or I would need the third one, because the, the vaccine, um, it means mm-hmm. um, your ability to fight it, it wanes. So the three will bolster your, your system. And then there will be an annual, um, eventually an annual, just like the flu shot. For the toddlers? Well, for everyone. Okay, so the toddlers too then. We'll have to get it. Probably. Okay. I mean, yeah. that's in the future. We're not sure. Mm-hmm. That might involve more uh, more studies. The FDA was scheduled to meet this week to discuss approval of the Pfizer vaccine for children as young as six months old. They were hoping to have the new vaccine. All right. Okay. So, um, yeah, we, we went over the, the second part of that where yeah. they are holding off on that until they get more data on the third shot. But um, yeah, an annual shot. Yeah. An annual just shot. Just like uh just like the freaking uh the flu shot. The flu shot. That's yeah. right. And what do you want to bet? But Let, let's see. Let's um let's mark this one. What do you want to bet that they reconfigure the 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 flu shot to make it an mRNA vaccine? Hmm. Just like right now they're testing an HIV vaccine that's mRNA, mRNA yeah. va- based. I bet that they turn the flu shot into an mRNA based vaccine because that's what they want to do. They, they want to get this into every single person to what purpose to, to track us, to control us, to blow us up with 5g nanotech, connect us to neural link, who knows, but that's what they want. Hmm. There is a possibility to that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, mark this. This is my my newest conspiracy. They're going to turn the flu shot into an mRNA shot. I'm saying. I, I, I could see it. Yeah, of course you can. Because all of our conspiracies come true. Like this one. BLS job revisions show every job report in 2021 was total garbage. Hmm. Every job report in 2021 was total, total garbage. Remember how I said they just made that shit up? Yeah. Yeah. Here it is. Oh, do you win, did you get one too? Yep. I got a win too. Yeah. <laughs> From CD Media. Um, the BLS made huge revisions in the number of monthly jobs dating all the way back to 2017. BLS 2021 job level revisions by month data from the BLS chart by Mish, along with its monthly job reports, the BLS produced annual revisions, emphasis mine, uh, effective with data for January, 2022 updated population estimates were incorporated into the household survey. In accordance with usual practice, BLS will not revise the official household survey estimates for December, 2021 and earlier months. The adjustments Increase the estimated size of the civilian non-institutional population in December by 59,000. The number of persons not in the labor force decreased by 557,000. Although the total unemployment rate was unaffected, the employment population ratio and labor force participation rate were each increased by 0.3 percentage points. This was mostly due to an increase in the size of population and age groups that participate in the labor force at high rates and a large decrease in the size of the population age 65 and older, which participates at a low rate. So they made it up. Yeah. They made the whole thing up. So I was right. 
So, um, yep. I actually have some homework for um, everybody listening. Okay. I want you to go look up a name. P-A-Y-S-E-U-R. Just look up that name and tell me what you find out about it. And if it blows your mind, please come back to me and let me know that it blew your mind. Okay. Because uh, I think you'll find some very interesting shit about that individual. Anyway. Are you conspiracy bot on Twitter? No. Sometimes I wonder. Either way. I, I I'm not say on he, Twitter. He dropped that name earlier today. I'm not on Twitter. I'm not even kidding. Like... I love, if you guys don't follow Conspiracy Bot on Twitter, he's awesome. And I really, I really thought that was you because, um, yeah, I'm just saying. I'm not on Twitter. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm not on Twitter. I got booted from Twitter on January 7th. I know, but the shit he comes out with, I'm like, damn, I just heard that from Mick not 20 minutes ago. Okay. Well, just okay. check out that name. Everybody do me a favor. Okay. Just go do some. P-A-Y-S-E-U-R. Correct. Okay. Yes, sure. Yeah. Um, it's got some interesting stuff because it's about to get, get real interesting with what we're about to go into here. Okay. Then. All right. So this morning, the New York Times came out with, uh, is the Ukraine cooling? Because <laughs> I've got, I've got, <laughs> uh, actually, the patient, uh, well, forget it. No, because I want people to do their homework first. Oh, I've looked into this family before. I need to refresh this injury's brain. Yes. Injury's okay. brain. Yeah, LOL. All right. So what are the chances that Biden was played? Was Biden played? Or... No, Biden was completely played. Yeah. Okay. And I happen to disagree with Josh on this one because I don't believe that somebody else is doing something else to look or bend the knee to somebody else. But. What are the chances that Biden was played? Okay. Can I tell you what I think this whole thing was about? Go for it. Okay. So. Wait, before we get to that though. Well, no, you go. All on. right. I'm so listening. This was, I think this was pure 100% wag the dog. Okay. Russia does military exercises at the Ukrainian border every single year. It's scheduled. They always have troops there. Everyone knows it. It is not an unusual thing. However, with Biden's poll numbers being so incredibly low in the 30s and his horrible tragedy in Afghanistan, I mean, that was the most ridiculous debacle uh, almost of all time, right? Um, the withdrawal from Afghanistan. He had to have a win in his corner, especially before the State of the Union. He had to have a win. So he took never, you know, he took the opportunity to play up the Russian movements on the Ukrainian border, basically wag the dog, the movie from 1997 with Robert De Niro, um, that shit bag anyway. But he, he, I mean, he's straight up. That's what he did. He wagged the dog. They're going to attack Ukraine. They're going to war this, that, and the other, because they knew that Russia was going to pull back their troops when the military exercises were over. And then Biden could say, look, I'm the strong one. I won. Putin backed down from me. Okay. So you're ready to hear how you're wrong. Okay. So first of all, we, we played a little clip a little while ago, uh, a couple shows ago. Uh, we had uh, the lizard man Soros on. Yeah. Okay. You remember when Soros said that, um, or remember when Soros said that he was upset with G? Because she was not yeah. uh, abiding yeah, by... Yeah, she wasn't playing the game. Wasn't playing the game, right? Yep. Okay. And everybody said that was 
Oh, well, that was G. I mean, G, G just doesn't do that. He wants to take over the world, too. Yeah. Okay? And we all know that Soros is one of the founding members of the New World Order. Yeah. Okay. That being said, what if <clears throat> G figured this out? He figured out that when the New World, New world Order takes over, he's going to lead, lose his seat at the table. Okay. And he knows that if he loses his seat at the table, he is not going to have a play in the rest of the world anymore at that point. So what if what G is doing right now is basically giving the finger to the new world order, basically saying, look, I ain't fucking playing your games. I ain't jumping through your hoops. This ain't your circus and I ain't your monkey. Which okay? would be why he would re release hemorrhagic fever at the Olympic games. So what if, okay, just spitball in here. What if G got on the phone to old Vlad after they were, Buddy, buddy at the Olympics. Yeah. Holding arms yep, at the Olympics, yep. just like this. Okay. And what if he told Vlad, hey, since you got all them troops over there by Ukraine, how about you make it look like you're going to invade? Matter of fact, I'm going to put some feelers out there so that you're that the U.S. intelligence committee community hears that you're going to invade on the 16th of February. You think that China and and then the 16th of February Russia. rolls up, and what does fucking Vlad do? Pulls his troops back from the border. Because guess what? Now I have confirmation on the ground from people that can see it. They have told me that they are pulling out. I told you that this morning. No. You were like, no, they don't. They just moved. Well, that was the initial word I got was okay. that they moved. Mm -hmm. Now they are actually pulling back. So far, it's only like within 100,000 troops. They had almost 1.1 million on the ground. So it's not really a big move, but it, they're still moving back from the from the border, which I find interesting. The other thing I found really interesting that came out today is that old Biden dropped a little payoff there to Ukraine of $1 billion. Yes. $1 billion today was paid to Ukraine. Yes. To, now, to tell me something. Stop. Humanitarian relief. What's in Ukraine? Burisma. What else? Um, There's a web server in Ukraine called CloudStrike. Mm. That's also in Ukraine. Hmm. Hmm. Isn't it interesting that he paid $1 billion today to Ukraine? Why would you do that? Hey, do you sell my, do you sell my web servers? Hey, can you just keep those under lock and key and don't screw with it? I'll give you another billion if you're, you're really good. Yeah. You do your job. Just make sure that just make sure, doesn't get hired. I'm sorry. Back. Hold on. I want chocolate ice cream. <laughs> yeah. And the chocolate ice cream, it's got to have strawberries on it. Good, good question, Lyons. Uh, what's the over-under that the State of the Union lasts longer than an hour or Jill having to come down and walk Joey out of the place? <laughs> <laughs> hey, are we going to... Whoa, whoa, whoa. She's, All right. she's definitely going to have to walk him up to the stage. Now, now look, I, I know we've said this before in the past and we have not come through on it, so I'm going to hold her feet to the fire now. I say you got to come up with like a board for it and we come up with times, uh, times... And we're okay. used to when Joe Biden does the old. And then, you know, Jill comes out and then holds his hands. Yeah. Oh. It's time to go to bed. Did you now, see the we? visiting angels one where the yes. guy put in the visiting angels and Jill's yes. walking him out? And that just makes me laugh that so hard. Hysterical. Visiting angels. Oh, God. So anyway, um, so it came out that uh, the de-escalation is on. Uh, they're moving cold over there in Russia right now. Mm -hmm. uh, always been a bluff. That was the, there's three explanations for what could have been happening in Ukraine over the last 
what, fucking three weeks. Yeah. Uh, Putin, after meeting with uh, Chancellor Olaf Scholz of Germany yesterday, said that the Russia had decided to partially pull troops back from the border. That announcement following other signs of de-escalation since Monday, including encouraging comments from the Russians' top diplomatic officials about negotiations. Putin said, this has been the plan all along. Yeah. Where else have we heard that? I just said that. No. I literally just said that. Somebody said it actually back in 2017, October of 2017. I think it was Trump. Post, post 10. Trump said, oh, Q said this is the yes, plan. Yes. It's always been the plan. Hmm. 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 What a, I, you know, I'm just, I'm spitballing. What a Putin's Q. Putin is not Q. But they would be right about everything. Putin it's been Russian disinformation, but then Putin's <laughs> correct too at the same time. No. I'm just wondering. Definitely not. So it's always been a bluff. Um, there does not seem to be any immediate cause for Moscow's change of tone. It just suggests that Putin planned to invade despite a huge buildup of troops. Putin may have been bluffing all along. Edward Wong, a correspondent with in Washington from the New York Times, told me. Uh, so seeking a diplomatic re resolution, uh, he... The wiring guarantees, however small from Ukraine, that the United States and the Western European nations might be might be the best for the outcome for him. Putin certainly has reasons not to invade. The sanction imposed by the U.S. and its allies could damage Russia's economy, and majority of Russians don't want an invasion or a long-involved war. Moving right along, what's the number two possibility? Because this is actually a pretty long article. Uh, no, did I skip? Biden it? actually won. No, no, that wasn't no, a possibility. That not wasn't one. even a possibility in there. That wasn't, there wasn't even, <laughs> that a, wasn't listed. there wasn't even a question about that. <laughs> um, it was just a, it was like kind of a fart. Uh, um, oh, just timing. It was just timing. On like, Friday, the Biden administration took an unusual step of telling reporters that its intelligence plan suggested that Putin might invade as soon as Wednesday, February 16th. Today, that is. And uh, no invasion. No. Mm. The announcement was part of the border U.S. campaign release information about Putin's apparent intentions, partly to make it harder for him to justify an invasion without a false pretext. Uh, and this is after they had a massive, what, hacking strike the other night in Ukraine that shut down their... Uh, their defense services yeah. and everything else. And they oh, yeah. hacked all their, their money and everything Major else. Cyber hacking. Yep. So an effective pushback. So that's number three. Edward spent the last week traveling with secretary of state, Anthony Blinken on a trip around the Pacific. And he was struck by how synchronized the messages of the U S and its allies, Asia and Europe sounded earlier. Ukraine standoff with such coordination was not given, was not a given Germany in particularly seemed hesitant to stand up to Russia. There's also strong argument that Putin has overplayed his hands, Edward explained. I don't believe that at all. I believe that what took place there was, so if you were to put Russia right here, okay? Yeah. And this, let's just say that this hand said trolling on it, and you were to put level here, <laughs> this would be expert. That's where Russia is right now. Okay. They just trolled the shit out of Joe Biden. Yeah. And they just watched that old man shit all over his depends. I guarantee the Secret Service is really pissed off with Russia right now. Because last night they were walking around the White House cleaning up droopy shits everywhere. And the cat is tired of being blamed for it. Well, because Joe actually thought that Russia was going to invade Ukraine today. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he was like. He really he, did. He was down in his bunker. He had his yeah, little helmet on. He really on. did. He's like sitting there going, oh, no, it's going to yep. hurt. But why? Why is it? Why the new world order needs a war? Why? They do need a war. Why do they need a war? What would be the reason the new world order needs a war? What does it cover up? 
covers up all the shit that Durham's looking into right now. Everything. Why is the biggest distraction? Why would China and Russia work together to pull a bluff like this and walk it back other than to tell Soros and the rest of the new world order, Hey, fuck you. Hold my beer. Because so, they both know that they can't be in charge. If the new world order takes over, Soros, Putin, and fucking. So you think China and, and Russia are working on the premise that the new world order is going to win over here? No. Because I'm working on the premise that we're going to kick their ass. No, I'm working on the premise that they're getting hip to what the new world order wants to do. And okay. they don't want to be a part of that because they can't be in charge. Yeah. Well, and if the new world order takes over, yeah, communism might be the end state, but it doesn't mean that Putin and fucking no, oh, fucking Lee all fucking have a, a seat at the table. So tell me how many times have you thought that, you know, you wanted to make clothes or buy clothes that you wanted to feel good about wearing? You know, it's really disturbing these days going shopping because there's constantly in the back of my head, is is this company, you know, contributing to the deep state? Is this one supporting the evil in our world? I don't know who to buy from anymore. So we went ahead because we told you a long time ago that we were going to bring only companies that we thought were patriot oriented, believe the same thing we believed, push the same values that we push. And uh, we found uh, we found a bunch. And one of the ones, our first ever sponsor was Cultural Life 1972. Cultural Life 1972 supports the culture of life, not a culture of death, folks. So uh, they are completely, um, they're against abortion and uh, they believe in the movement to get rid of abortion and uh, Roe v. Wade and everything else so that we can go back to a, a culture of life. Their money, uh, 33% of their profits go directly to the culture of life and they support um, anti-abortion foundations that have been doing this for a hot minute since 1972. And the reason that it is 1972 is because why? Because Roe v. Wade was uh, put into law in 1973, which was when the culture of death in America started. So we changed from a culture of life to a culture of death. So if you go to col1972.com, you can also sign up for her email list and you can get the naughty nice list. So uh, she'll send you a list of the companies that support the evil deep state and the ones that fight against it. And that's a, a pretty important list to have these days. And, and Carla, she's a great friend of the show. She's been helping us out from the get go. Uh, we told her that we would support her here because I agree with what she's doing. I believe in what she's doing. Furthermore, not only do I believe in it, but uh, we've gone as far as to buy a couple products ourselves. And uh, it's actually amazing quality. I wore the t-shirt yesterday. It's so soft and comfy. You know, sometimes you put on a t-shirt and you're like, Okay, this might last for, you know, five or six wearings. This 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 is going to last. I mean, this is good quality. It's made in America. Um, it ships to you. And uh, you don't have to worry about it sitting off the coast of somewhere in a ship coming from China. It's actually made here in America. So that's, uh, that's another really important thing these days. So, folks, again, culturealife1972.com. Use promo code PATRIOTPARTY, and that will save you up to 10% off your order. All right? Thank you. So... So uh, when I uh, when I put out the story last on Monday about the about China potentially releasing the hemorrhagic fever yep. with the extended incubation period um, at the Olympic Games, and someone said, "Why why would they do that? Right? Why would they do that?" Yep. So China has more people than it has food. 
It has more mouths to feed than it has food to feed them with. China needs our resources. China needs our land. China needs our food supply. They don't want to bomb us. They don't want to, they don't want to hurt the land. They want to be able to farm it. They just want to kill us so that they can come in and swoop in on all that land that they've already bought up across the United States that they already have somewhat of a legal right to because they've got some kind of ownership papers on it so that they can farm our land to feed their people. Eh, I don't know about that one. That's ah. kind of tough to, because you don't think we'd notice a bunch of Chinamen fucking farming a field? Not if we're dead from hemorrhagic mm. fever. Yeah, okay, maybe. All right, maybe. <laughs> Either way, one of the things that I, I was, we were talking about yesterday or no. Monday. It would have been Monday. Yesterday we, we played Dr. Saeed because you had a meeting. You said, what's the over under on the State of the Union? I, I'm saying, when is the State of the Union? It's like March 3rd or something. Okay. I, I think we're going to do a special on that night. We should, we'll, we'll do a live showing of the State of the Union yep. with commentary. We're going to have it on the green screen behind us so everybody can see it. Can we do that? Oh, yeah. And I'm going to sit there and I'm going to play with Joe's hair and poke him in the eyeball. And <laughs> I might even, I might even. Do I have to buy a projector or something? No, just put it on the, the green screen. I'll run it. I'll get it off of uh, one of the TV services. Okay. I'll be able to right. pull it off of here and just drop it right on there. Gotcha. And then we can just make fun of them. Uh, China owns much. Much of Africa. China and Russia are fighting over building nuclear power plants there. They, uh, China also owns much of Jamaica, by the way. Yeah, they have a big stake a in Jamaica. Huge stake Jamaicans Jamaica. are pissed about it. Yeah, too, by they the really way. are. They're not happy. Nope. They do not like China whatsoever. Nope. Either way, some of these uh, images that came out, and this is something that I was trying to find, and um, I did find it finally uh, earlier this morning uh, while I was waiting to go to a work. Um, I found this really cool video that was released. And of course it came through the wall street journal, which is a good right side leaning source. Uh, let me play this for you real oh, quick. Yeah. This is interesting. We have heard the signs from Moscow about uh, readiness to continue diplomatic uh, efforts. But so far, uh, we have not uh, seen any de-escalation on the ground. On the contrary, uh, it appears that Russia continues the military build-up. He's definitely a new world order plant. The moves come as Ukraine marked the National Day of Unity on uh, Wednesday. kind of an, an upbeat atmosphere the very same day that Western officials warned Russia might choose to stage its big um, invasion of Ukraine. So it's really a mixed uh, situation. Uh, hold on one second. I'm going to pause this. Russia's for right defense quick. ministry said on Tuesday that it had pulled back some 10,000 troops from near Ukraine, but large scale military maneuvers continued. So they're moving 130,000 troops and they say they're moving them to permanent military bases. Yeah. So kind of trying to show a drawdown altogether, but tell me something folks real quick. Um, I don't know. You tell me, does that look like people right there that Freaked are out ready for war? Yeah. I mean, no. if you thought that, I mean, in Iraq, before we bo started bombing Iraq, 
there were there wasn't a soul on the street. I bet for days. Yeah, like they, they knew it was they coming. They boarded up. They They're closed damn up. Damn skippy. They, they were, were like shelters underground. Not letting this shit hit. Yeah, me. they were probably they had their shovels going. They were digging they digging holes in the ground. Yeah, they were trying to dig to China. Go figure. Um, isn't that funny? But I, I just these people to me don't look like people who are absolutely concerned about fucking um, you know, because war coming. They're not. No, I know they're not because they know it's not coming. Exactly. President Biden on Tuesday said U.S. officials had not verified Moscow's claim of a withdrawal. For the sake of historic responsibility, Russia and the United States share for global stability, for the sake of our common future, to choose diplomacy. But let there be no doubt. If Russia commits this breach by invading Ukraine, Responsible nations around the world will not hesitate to respond. His On one hand, it seems like there. Russia is you, trying taking to play a strong. step back from its threats and ratcheting down the tension around Ukraine. But and on the other hand, it's it very important like to note strong. that Putin hasn't got what he wanted. The situation um, does remain tense and uh, has by no means been resolved. So anyway, that's just some of the, the footage coming out of uh, Ukraine right now that they're showing, they're trying to show a withdrawal, a drawdown withdrawal. Um, it's happening uh, very slowly. But something that I thought was really interesting too and kind of foreshadowing, I guess you could call it, uh, was old Jen Psaki. And uh, this was following the brief, this was following um, Biden's trying to be tough. Okay. Um, and she's asked some... Um, I guess you could say softball questions here that she answers in a very, um, it's very odd how she answers. If you listen to the words that she uses, you really just have to listen to this one. It's not so much seeing it, but you got to listen to this one. The way she answers some of these questions, I was like, wait, what a minute. What'd you say? Homeless is what? Of course, I got to blow it up. Of course, of course you do. So. There it goes a direct result of Vladimir Putin's actions, and he is to blame for the current burst we've seen in higher prices. Well, the president wasn't making a market assessment or how the market moves. What he was conveying very, very clearly to the American public is that if Russia to, were to invade and we were to put in place uh, crippling sanctions, that would have consequences or an impact here at home. So I know that wasn't exactly how you were asking the question, but that was what he was conveying in his answer. Uh, in terms of the price of gasoline, what we've seen is we know back in December, uh, it went down by about 10 cents thanks to tapping the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, something where there are still releases that have been ongoing. The president also made clear in his- I believe that was four that cents. Uh, all options are on the table to help bring down the price of gasoline. But he wasn't making a market assessment. He was just making clear to the public that if uh, Russia invades and we put in place crippling sanctions, that would have an impact on the public. And then secondly, on Ukraine, the president talked about diplomatic efforts. Yeah. Could you go into more detail on what those diplomatic efforts could be? Is this going to be more U.S. interaction? Could there be a face-to-face -face meeting with Putin? And then how would you define success? under diplomacy is it as simple as no invasion or are there broader goals you're looking for see they're setting it up everything is now on the table or more things are on the table uh sure well on the first part uh you may have seen or not that our secretary of state spoke with foreign minister lavrov earlier today 
Uh, the president spoke with uh, President Macron earlier today as well. I think the readout just went out to all of you or it should be in your inboxes as well. And what he means by ongoing diplomacy is that it will continue uh, at the pace and urgency that you have seen from him over the last several weeks. Wag the wait, dog. Wait, wait, what? It'll continue at, at the pace. And diplomacy that you've seen over... Which we urgency, have seen none. The pace and urgency that you've seen over the last couple of weeks. We have seen none. There's been no urgency. Mm -hmm. What urgency is she referring to? The urgency has been the media driving up the fear mongering of war. That's it. That's it. They, they've been pounding the war drums every day. And from his team. And it, if some of it will come from the president. Some will come from high level members of his national security team. Uh, and some of it will come from our European partners or NATO allies uh, who we remain in very close contact with. In terms of engagement with President Putin, uh, you, as you know, he spoke with him on Saturday and he believes in the power of leader-to-leader uh, -leader diplomacy, uh, but I don't have a prediction of a next engagement at this point in time. And, and what about, what oh, sorry. you success? I wanted, sorry, I didn't get to that last part of your question. Um, you know, the, how the, we define success is I think how a lot of our European partners and NATO allies would define it, which would be an, uh, a de-escalation, uh, a proven de-escalation at the border uh, of Ukraine, uh, where the Russians are pulling back their troops, uh, where they are making clear uh, to, all, to the global community, to the media, to the public, uh, that they are not invading Ukraine and backing that up with actions. Bag the dog. Okay, so let me explain to you what she just said there. She said... When it's proven, proven, notice the word she said. Proven she said de proven, proven de-escalation that they're backing their troops. So basically, we they are telling us what to think. Yeah, of course. You are not allowed to make a decision on your own that, nope. oh, well, Russia is de-escalating. They're pulling back to the border from the border. No, even you though Russia allowed, said that and, and doesn't Ukraine matter. said nope. that, it doesn't Joe Biden matter. hasn't said it yet. Joe Biden hasn't said or, it. Nope. Jen Piznazzi. Because they're not done wagging the dog yet. Yep. Because they, this, what did, what's the saying, the, the old saying? that liberals love to use never um, never let a crisis go to waste exactly yep that's exactly what they're doing here yeah this has got to look like a win for joe it's got to look like especially going into the state of the that union that is exactly what i said that's exactly what he's doing here that's exactly how this is rolling out regardless if putin or but on, ng I, are are playing them you know we could we could both be right they're not mutually exclusive i know here. i know that right? no i'm not saying that you're i'm not saying that you're wrong i'm saying that this is what they're understand that they just pulled back today yeah oh yeah and and putin came out and was just like this was the plan I, all I along i tried to get the clip of of putin's um chippy that the lady saying uh and it was hysterical um she was like can can you give me the list of the of our next planned invasions because i'm trying to plan my vacations <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it was, it was, this like, was on TV. Yeah, she's like, Can you give me a list? For, and I, I can't find it anywhere. I heard about it and there was a story about it, but I can actually find the clip. But she was like, Can you give me the list of the next planned evasions for the year? Because I'm trying to plan my vacations. Awesome. <laughs> like they were straight up trolling. It was hysterical. Awesome. It was hysterical. So, um, but there's, there's another Biden. Biden had some other, um, he told a fun story this week. Oh my God. Not, not the dead dog. <laughs> dead dog. Oh my God. <laughs> This is, uh, it, by the way, folks, this has got to be a lie. It's the last one up there. Um, this has got to be a lie. I, I'm, I'm convinced no, of this. No, yep, that, that's it. I, I, I'm convinced that this has to be a lie, but um, <laughs> it, we're going to hear about this forever. We're going to hear about the dead dog story forever. Seriously. Just like we hear about, um, hey, Joey baby. Joey baby. Uh, about the Amtrak <laughs> the guy. Amtrak thing, yeah. Was, he was dead for 13 years yeah. before Joe was ever elected to vice president. So, yeah.
anyway, whatever. Uh, real quick, the the dead dog story. Matt's doing one heck of a job, and I'm sure he's told you the story. I heard that uh, my time in the county council. You know, I uh, used to, I don't know about you all, but commissioner, councilman, whichever your title is, you knock on the door and say, my name is Joe Biden. I'm a candidate for the county council. They look at you like, okay. <laughs> and you're wondering, you're wondering what the county council does, aren't you? <laughs> well, it affects their lives more than anybody else's. I know it really does. You're involved in everything. When a constituent called, uh, she said, uh, I represented a, uh, we had, we have one county that has 60% of the state's population and we had six councilmen. So a councilman's district was seven times bigger than a house member and uh, in the, in the state house and three times bigger than a state senator. And I represented a middle-class district to a working class district, but there was one very wealthy neighborhood. And I got a call one night, a woman said to me, obviously not of the same persuasion as I was politically, called me and said, there's a dead dog on my lawn. And I said, yes, ma'am. I said, have you called the county? He said, yes, they're not here. And I said, well, I'll get them in the morning. She said, I want it removed now. I pay your salary. <laughs> so I went over. <laughs> I picked it up. She said, I want it out of my front yard. I put it on her doorstep. Okay. Is that for, a canned laugh track? No, for once, you know what? I, I'm sorry. I got to give him this one in, in the effort of being fair. That's the first story he's got through with like half of a, without fucking it up. That's true. <laughs> or saying something that like we can't understand. How did, how did he know that she wasn't of the same political persuasion as himself? I have no idea. Because that certainly sounds like a Karen thing to say. That's really a liberal shit. Yeah, I, mean, some, I would think that she's most definitely of the same liberal, political Yes, I, I would definitely as, as I would definitely agree with that. I, I would have to. But I mean, it, it's just funny that he said all of that and he didn't fuck that up at all. And I'm just amazed. I mean, uh, like normal, par for the course. I mean, it's amazing that Joe gets through. I mean, I got a broke watch that's right twice a day. So Who does that, though? I, I guess he went and picked up the the dead dog and put it on her doorstep. That's I mean, I fucked up. I I would like to find the woman. Hey, if the woman listens to us, or if I mean, anybody knows who this woman is, I'd actually like you to call in, and we'll, we'd love to have you traumatizing. on just to talk to you about it because yeah. I'd love to know what you did with the dead dog after it was just on your on fucking your doorstep. doorstep. Did you call the county to come get it? Yeah. Did they finally come and get it? I mean, what really happened here? Because I think Joe's lying. I think that's. I think I'm so too. Pretty sure that's a lie. I know you got a couple more stories there. How about we hit those? So folks, right here, perfect example, Coastal, Mar Coastal Marsh Customs, right here. Here it is, perfect example. This is the type of work they do. Let's go, Brandon. This is our sign. This is what we got made by them. Uh, got some other stuff coming too as well, trying to get them a, to do me a defiant sign as well, where it just says defiant and kind of the same lettering and the same type uh, background uh, with a burnt wood look. You can go any wood, wood look you want. Uh, you can go mahogany. You can go with whatever wood you want. If you can think of the type of wood you want to see it on, you've got a picture of what you've got send it to him uh the guy is amazing coastalmarshcustoms at gmail.com send it use promo code defiant you're going to save up to 17 percent on your order this is all custom woodworking done right here in america sent directly to your door it is a veteran owned veteran operated company one of my favorite pieces right here just because it was a let's go branded piece and i just thought it was hysterical and uh vlin loves it too we gotta we're gonna put some lacquer on it to make it a little bit more def uh clear but i'm telling you right now this one's a, a killer we one of the things we, we just saw him last night 
we hung out with them at a Christmas party. What one of the few great things I love about this company, we, I just love the way that they can, if you can think of it, they can do it. So again, reach out coastal marsh customs, Inc, uh, coastal marsh customs at gmail.com and use promo code defiant. It's going to save you up to 17% on your order. And even V has got some stuff coming too. She asked for some stuff last night. So I'm kind of looking forward to see what he does with the stuff that V asked for, because she's never easy to please. <laughs> so, and don't forget, let's go, Brandon. Yeah. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, we touched on this earlier earlier uh, about zero hedge yep that pissed off the cia uh so they actually came out with a story that says now we've done it we pissed off the cia that is the headline of their story that's outstanding <laughs> and uh by tyler durden and he goes over um you know the the new york times going after joe rogan etc cetera, etc cetera. But then he says, this morning, this morning, it is Zero Hedge that has again been singled out for pursuing non-establishment groupthink. Echoing a false allegation we have repeatedly heard before, early on Tuesday, the Associated Press of how Associated Press cooperated with the Nazis' fame writes that U.S. intelligence officials on Tuesday accused a conservative financial news website with a significant American readership of amplifying Kremlin propaganda and alleged five media outlets targeting Ukrainians have taken direction from Russian spies. The officials said Zero Hedge, which has 1.2 million Twitter followers, published articles created by, of course, it cut off, um, created by Russia. Basically, they're they're accusing Zero Hedge of being a Russian disinformation front because it's Russia, Russia, Russia. Yep, we're back to Russia, Russia, Russia. Russia. Uh, you know what? I have another one, too. Russia, Russia, Russia. Russia, Russia, Russia from the Epic Times. Biden DHS says that uh, Russian state-sponsored hackers targeted defense contractors. Yeah. Right? Russian sure. hackers have allegedly obtained sensitive defense information technology by targeting American contractors, said several federal agencies in a bulletin posted Wednesday. Yeah, from at least January 2020 through February 2022, the agencies have observed regular targeting of U.S. clear defense contractors by Russian state-sponsored cyber actors. Russian state-sponsored cyber actors. The Department of Homeland Security-run Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Agency, Federal Bureau of Investigation, and National Security Agency. So if they've seen this for two years, why haven't they done anything about it? It's a great question. Right? And they're just watching it so they can blame it on Russia. Russia, Russia, Russia. Russia, it's Russia, always Russia. Russia. Yeah. And then this is just fun. So um, the whole the whole drama with uh, Jeff Zucker and Chris Cuomo at CNN, right? Yep. And Chris Cuomo basically put it out there that Zucker was banging his number two and so Zucker got fired and we were all asking like, why, why did this bitch get to stay at CNN? In fact, they were saying that she was going to take over Zucker's role at CNN, right? Literally sleeping her way to the top. Yeah. But she was doing a Kamala, right? Yeah. She resigned today. Oh, really? Yeah. She got thrown under the bus too. Dum, 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 dum. She's done. <laughs> so who is going to be heading CNN? We have no idea because apparently everyone that rises to the top, Chris Cuomo is like, nope. Well, it's like whack-a-mole. Chris Cuomo is playing whack-a-mole with CNN executives. <laughs> well, that, 
somehow that <laughs> I freaking love it. <laughs> that just does not surprise me in the slightest. It's hysterical. Chris Cuomo's whack-a-mole. <laughs> so dangerous, dangerous signal. Um, this came from the Washington Examiner. Dangerous signal. Democrats disaffected with Biden. Hmm. Really? President Joe Biden's sliding popularity, because if you're not aware, his numbers have now dropped below, and this is being reported now on Fox News and everywhere else, below 30%. He's under 30% approval rating, <laughs> period. He only has an above 50% approval rating in four states. You want to know what they are? I'm going to guess New York, California, Connecticut, and Washington. No. California, New York, Vermont, and Rhode Island. Well, uh, two out of two or two out of four. Those are the only states that he right now has a 50% or higher approval rating. In. Even can even even the People's Republic of Connecticut, Connecticut yep. <laughs> is disenchanted with Biden. Yep. Wow. But Biden approval approval problems could hamstring his own political aspirations with polls indicating Democrats would prefer another nominee on the ballot in 2024. So, folks, uh, this is a W for you all. Wag two polls finding that the Democrats support uh uh, usurping Biden as their party's leader reflect unhappiness with the president's job so far, according to Democratic strateg strategist uh, Stefan Harkin. Does it show that the Democrat Party is not 100% thrilled with everything that Biden has done? Sure, but we're Democrats. That's what we do, he told the Washington Examiner. But Harkin was was adamant that the polls were relatively meaningless since Democrats will vote for their nominee, whoever it is. That is because the Democratic Party has become a coalition of the left and center left. No, it's a coalition of the far left and the even further left. Yeah, the a completely out of their fucking minds, insane liberal left. Without a unicorn candidate capable of pleasing both factions, he said. When, Pat, when pressed, Harkin conceded the situation is not ideal, but the... Contend, uh, but he contended that the high favorable ratings and enthusiasm levels are a near impossibility, practically with an evenly divided Senate. A CNN poll published this week found that 51% of Democrats and Democrat-leaning voters want another nominee for 2024, while 45% would stick with Biden if they were drowning. I, I threw that part in there. <laughs> <laughs> that survey reflects an earlier narrower Suffolk uh, University study, which 46% of Florida Democrats said that they would pick Hillary Clinton over 43% that would do the same for Biden in 2024 if the primary were held today. Well, I wonder if that um, if that poll was done before all of the Durham stuff about Clinton I don't know. came out, because now that 66% of Democrats want Hillary Clinton to be investigated, I'm not sure that that still holds true. Biden's average economic job approval rating is at 38%. His disapproval rating is at 57%. That's <laughs> according to Real Clear Politics. Excellent. That uh, that net negative 18 percentage point rating is worse than his overall approval rating net of 13 points. Some political recommendations know that Biden limited options uh, regarding inflation and that the president has repeatedly said that the Federal Reserve Board should remain independent. But Palacios, uh, I can't even pronounce his name, it doesn't matter, argued that Biden could pressure the Fed to increase interest rates, similar to Ronald Reagan in the 1980s, addressing the concerns of people nervous with what's going on in their nest eggs. Harkin, for this part, recommended the White House improve its expectation management skills. <laughs> How do you improve that? I have heard that interest rates are about to go up. Yeah, they will. We need to keep the, the coalition together in order to keep the majority before it all falls apart. <laughs> 
If Biden is primaried in 2024, it would likely be the kiss of death to his presidency on trends, according to historian David Piruzzo. I can't even pronounce it. Piruzzo named William Howard Taft and Theodore Roosevelt in 1912 and Lyndon Johnson and and Minnesota Senator Eugene McCarthy in 1968, Gerald Ford and Ronald Reagan in 76, Jimmy Carter in Massachusetts against Kennedy in 80, uh, just bringing out the ones that it sucked for. Uh, it's not so much the fact of the primary, but the circumstances, who would win in the end. Uh, right now, of course, Joe Biden is not that good. <laughs> who? No. And 2024 is not a good win. I mean, we... If things keep going as they are, there's no fucking way we're going to make it to 2024. Uh, Republican National Committee Chairwoman Ronna McDaniel described Biden as being a burden to the Democrats. Like uh, Biden is a burden to the entire country. Like spam. (laughs) (laughs) Ronna McDaniel referred to Biden as spam. Spam. It doesn't get worse than that, folks. Okay. Um, So with that, uh, what do we got coming up? Let's see. Well, uh, tomorrow night we'll be on. We'll, we'll be here tomorrow night from six thirty to eight thirty as well. Yep, that's Thursday. Um, we're off on Friday, Saturday. We've got a wedding, so we'll have. We'll be playing uh, the interview we did with uh, Mark Steves from My Family Thinks I'm Crazy. Correct. And then we'll be back the following Monday with another newscast. Correct. We do have some other interviews coming up. That um, the one that I that I told you all about the. Uh, um, Freemason lady. Yes. She's coming on, on Saturday, the 26th. There you go. Um, we're, we'll see. We, we might have, um, alpha warrior on. So. Okay. Yeah. Alfredo Luna from the alpha warrior show. There you go. Yep. Um, we'll, we'll see. He, he keeps rescheduling. So I hope he makes it this time. So we'll see. But, uh, but yeah, we, we do have uh, quite a bit coming up and, um, this uh, live stream is fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope you all enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, we try to make it as fun as possible um, and not as much boring. I mean, there's a lot of information put out there. There's a lot of shit. Like I said, the news cycle is now an eight hour news cycle. It if, really is. If not less. Yeah. Uh, six Which or, is why we have could to be to six or five show. hours. Um, but uh, like, share, subscribe, yeah. tell everybody about it. And uh, that's it. Tell other people because uh, we do have. I don't know. I, I'm not sure if this D live thing is working. I know we get videos out there, but. Yeah, I have like, no idea. We have no followers. We've had two viewers. So, okay. I mean, that's good, I guess. Yeah. Just no chat. Uh, I'll tell uh, Justin when he comes back on. We need some people. Great show, guys. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, and uh, guys, do your homework because there will be a quiz <laughs> on the name. Yeah. Definitely look up that name. Well, Trust maybe me. maybe we'll save it for a conspiracy theory episode. Actually, it really ties into what's going on right now with Durham. Okay, well. And a lot that, of people in the White House right that's now. That's a conspiracy theory, too. Uh, well, but we're partly conspiracy. But it's proven true. Hey, every time I t- talk about it, we, we get away with it. So, I All right. Shit. Well, hey, Josh is coming on with the Red Pill Project here. Yeah, if and you guys uh, want to. About two minutes. So he, he really did have a great show last night. Yeah. Uh, kind of why I brought the name up, because uh, I got schooled on some stuff that I knew, but couldn't recall off the top of my head. And uh, the guys that he had on the other night, which happened to be, hold on one second, because I think I still have it pulled up on my phone, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, in the Matrix, um, the MG show, the MG show. Yep, and we met them in Tampa. 
We did. And uh, But we actually, we also met them in Tulsa, um, or I met them as I was talking to Josh, and I, I started asking him if he knew certain things about Q, which he obviously didn't know, and then he turned around and walked away from me because he must not have liked me that much, so... Yeah. I, I kind of scold him. I, <laughs> he I, heard, like um, I heard a lot of good stuff on there. I heard yeah. them talk about a lot of good stuff. Good. So I'm not sure if, I, I don't know what their whole deal is, but it was a great interview that Josh did. So if you guys didn't see it, go listen to last night's episode as well. It was really good. Um, and they're doing a lot of the same work that I'm doing in the Durham thing and connecting all the dots. And that's why I, I brought that name, uh, Pasora up. Definitely have to look that name up. Look it up. Tell me what you find out about it. Also, make sure when you put Pasor in there, you also put in Jen Pisaki right next to it. Mm. Okay. That might answer a whole bunch more questions of why I said all this stuff is interconnected. Because everything, everything is connected. Everything is connected. But um, this, really, everything is connected. this really connects it. So. Yep. All right. Either way, uh, we're glad everybody came out. Like, share, subscribe again uh, for the Mick. And be Lynn. We will talk to you later. Thanks for watching.